listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Right trigger to squeeze. Press up and why? One less nigga to breathe. B for the bo- boobs. Press pause Bob. for your moms. Make the room silent. She don't approve of violent games. She leaves resume activity. Start and blow hearts with poor harsh wizardry. On the next part, I insert code to sweeten up the purses of the mur- murder workload. Hey, welcome to the Black Altus Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we, oh, and Karen's oh. mic is all the way down. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> try that again. Okay, we can. Hey, welcome to the Black Altus Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. Oh, that's much better. Okay, I didn't know nobody could hear me back here. <laughs> yeah, I was tripping, man. That means you were on the call the whole time. Everybody's like, "What?" They were hearing you through my mic. Um, but uh, yeah, if you've listened to our show before, it's been a while, uh, but. You shouldn't recognize both of these voices. But if you're a new listener, maybe you don't, you know, recognize them from our show. But maybe you've listened to their show, show. Uh, Scarcasm Live, uh, where you can find it on iTunes. Uh, Scar, uh, you can find it on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, .ning, wherever that is. Um, they're on Podomatic, they, too. They're everywhere. They're just everywhere, man. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, we might not be on Podomatic for they, very much longer. Yeah, they're okay. always in flux or always talking about what they're going to change and all this stuff. They they stay working on the craft. 
um even sometimes tinkering with the idea of stopping podcasting and i was like no but they they were talking about it man i was on the uh cutting edge of that podcasting world um the first the first voice you heard was one of my favorite people in the whole world sherry's joy so everybody say what's up everybody sherry what's up y'all how y'all doing doing great that's good and of course she is the other half to one of the most uh prolific curmudgeons in the podcasting video game world that is my man scarfinger what's up scar what up niggas <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm talking to the, I'm talking to the, this is the first time we've done it with, when I can see the chat. So what's up, niggas? All y'all. I'm, I'm saying, niggas, yo, shout, shout out to DH. I'm getting my nigga quotient up today. Uh, cause it's, it's been a while. So, you know, shout out to, shout out to everybody in the chat. And thank y'all for having us on again. No problem. I got scared because I, uh, you know, the agreement has always been with y'all. Y'all have to come on together. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, damn, baby, are we going to be able to get them back? Cause that, yeah. that's the agreement. We can't have one half of the crew. Yeah, we gotta have them both, man. Mm-hmm. That was the rule that I made, and that's why you know uh, I single handedly take credit for everything positive that happens in their marriage. That's how it goes. Um, <laughs> of course, um, uh, of course, uh, the people can find y'all on Twitter. Uh, there's at Scarfinger for Scar and at Sherry's Joy, and they also have a show Twitter at Geeks Gone Raw. Um, and of course, you can also find them at GeeksGoneRaw.com. Um and uh, check out all the stuff there, man. Tell them what's going on at your website right now. Like if they go there, what can they expect to see? Um, well, right now, if you go, you're gonna see um, uploaded shows, mostly from Scarcasm Live, but from the other Geeks Gone Raw shows as well that we have. We have so many of them. Um, you can go there and see the list of the shows that we have, and some, you know, some of them will be posted as well. I know Scarcasm Live. I post all of our shows there, so you'll definitely find us there. Um, we have interactions with each other. Um, there's a Twitter app on the side where you can see what all of the Geeks Gone Raw folks are up to. We have um, blog posts that we can that you can interact on. Um, I know once a month I at least do a blog because I'm reading. I'm doing a 12 month 12 book challenge where I read a, one book a month and I you know type a review on it or my opinions on it and that's up there every month and I have some comments on that and. We have contests and stuff that we get updated up there all the time. We have our um, game night events that are up there or any other type of events. We have our upcoming show events that are up there. There's all kinds of good stuff, all kinds of information. You can sign up on the website um, and, you know, just hang with us. And it's, it's like a social forum. So what are you reading right now, Sherry? Um, right now I'm reading this book called The Holiday. Uh, it's I, I don't know who the author is by because... Each chapter is written by somebody different. Mm. <laughs> so it's like 30-something chapters. So it's like 30-something people. But on the blog, I will list all the people, of course. Um, and it's just, it's a cute little book about um, love at first sight in the South. So it's really okay. interesting. <laughs> so in other words, <laughs> bullshit. No. <laughs> the only thing that's bullshit about it, like for real, I was telling Scar when I, while I was reading it, is it's about a snowstorm in the middle of Georgia. It's like what? It's a snowstorm in the middle of Georgia. Right. I saw your face, Rod. That's exactly. <laughs> that's that's exactly. But it's like you have to okay. use your imagination. I don't know. Yeah, it might snow once story. every ten years in Georgia. Yeah, I think right. Harry Potter might be using less imagination than that. <laughs> 
I don't know, but you know, it's outside from that. Like I've actually just put the whole Georgia thing to the side and I'm like thinking in my mind that, okay, yeah, they're really in Montana or some shit like that. Mm. So, but it's good. It's a cute little story, you know? You know, that's kind of ironic because I believe it was you who said what took you out of the remake of Let the Right One In was the weather in Arizona not matching up with uh, the weather yes. of the movie. Yes, 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 because it was Mexico. What, <laughs> New Mexico. Was it New Mexico? Yeah. yeah. Arizona. Arizona, yeah, Arizona, I think. Damn, yeah. Sorry. See, it's all good. Because that, that, it gets me hyped because I thought that was bullshit part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but snowstorm in, in Georgia, not, not as big a stretch. Well, you know, it's a love story. I hear It's you. not about vampires. You do have a soft spot for, uh, for love too, because, I do. um, to this day, one of your favorite movies is about a pedophile love affair in uh, Dirty Dancing. So that's, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna let that one slide. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna start nothing on your own show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Patrick Swayze was trying to do: is let it slide, and, uh, and I think he slid it in a few times. Yeah, um, a few times he got it in there. <laughs> <laughs> now, Scar, what are you reading right now, man? Um, just, um, when I do actually read something, Mm -hmm. um, mostly like trying to read some comic books, mostly stuff for the show. Uh, we're trying to get back into some of the pink side, blue side stuff, even though pink side, blue side is going away. Is, is, yeah, it's going away. All of the pink side, blue side stuff is going to be incorporated into unpopular opinion. So trying to catch up on that stuff and read a little bit extra. Um, nothing, nothing really of note. To, you know, because as 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 Toya said in the chat, reading is for fools. Yeah. Um, and, ah, and, that's, ah. and that's the reason why, and that's the reason why I don't write articles. Um, if there's something I want to talk about, I pull out a pull out my iPod and do a little junk called Audio Boom, where it's like a it's like a mini little podcast thingy. It's only five minutes, and I, I you know I ran about some shit, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, reading is overrated, man. Like whenever I watched Reading Rainbow as a kid, I just took Levar Burton's word for, <laughs> for it. Reading Rainbow. I was like, like he would be like. He'd be like, but don't take my word for it. I was like, no, nigga, I'm taking your word. Changing the channel. I go, whatever. I can fight twice as high. Even that dude that used to, like, illustrate. Y'all remember back in the day the dude that used to illustrate. Oh, Karen, stop. Bob Ross. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Y'all remember the dude that used to illustrate the, the, the books as he read them? Y'all, yes. re- y'all remember that guy? Not Bob, Bob Ross. No, but not yes. Him. Not Bob but Ross. But it was on Reading Rainbow, right? Well, I don't think it was on Reading Rainbow. It was just a, I don't know if it was a section on Reading, Reading Rainbow or not. But it was this dude, and he would like, they would read the book, and the whole time he would be drawing a picture, and then when he got done with the picture, it would be the last scene of the book that he was talking about. I remember that. Yeah. I Me too. I, I that was a, was that Reading Rainbow, or was that a separate show? I thought it was a separate show. Yeah, it, it was. That wasn't Reading Rainbow. I know exactly what you're talking about. I couldn't tell you the name of it, but yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Never read those books. Like no. he would, Like, because he, he would always stop at, like, the most, like, the craziest part, you know. Yes. And, like He'd be like, and then the knock on the cabin came for the fifth time and he opened the door and he raised the axe find out more on the next uh show by by going to the library and no that was like damn man Uh, why'd you bring me in this file yeah you brought me into your world and you kicked me out and i never went and read that shit nope "Mm -hmm." he was like that that show was like the predecessor to lost Right. <laughs> yeah. He started. He started ending it with, and I have to get off the island. All right, guys, let's talk we to you next go. week. Um, but yeah, 
so um i guess uh <laughs> you know we have to also ask uh what are you guys um playing too man you guys you know you talk about video games and stuff like that are you guys playing any video games right now the last thing i played um was mass effect 3 and I kind of took a, when I took that Twitter break and social media break and podcasting, all that, I stopped playing games too. So, but, you know, I had to pick the controller back up when Mass Effect came back out. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. So I played that. I think it took me maybe like two and a half to three weeks. Um, and then I haven't played anything since then. I finished it a month ago. I haven't played anything except for this morning. I picked up the controller again and I finished out Portal. Mm. Um, and it, made me sick as a dog. And both both times, let, let's be real, what? both times I finished the game for her. Okay, to be honest, yes, you did finish Mass Effect for me. I made all of the decisions, but you finished Mass Effect for me because I burnt my hand on the stove. Right. Oh, and I oh, could man. not use my fingers. Right. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I had like an iron thing imprint on my hand. And then oh. today, you finished Portal because between Pooh Bear getting on my nerves... And the game being so thought processed and hard, it was annoying me and I couldn't finish and I was sick and I just wanted to get through it. And yeah, you finished like the last 15 minutes of the game for me. So, all right. So how did, first of all, how did you burn your hand? Yes. <laughs> all right. So you, you want me to tell the story because it's shorter when I tell it. No, he asked me. I'm gonna, <laughs> you're going to go he all off on already knows. He already knows how I am, so he asked me, so I'm going to answer his question. I was cooking breakfast, and we have a faulty stove where one of the burners is broken. And you have to jiggle the burner to get it to work. It's a um, it's not fire. It's the other kind. Electric. Electric, yeah. Yeah. It's you electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Exactly. <laughs> So you have to <laughs> jiggle the burner oh, to make oh, sure. Yeah. Like, what, like what part of who, I don't know, that part of that song? Like that? Who jumped the boogie? Like who taught it? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cooking. I'm making the pancakes, and the burner isn't on. You know, I noticed that nothing's happening. So I jiggle it, you know, to get it to turn on or whatever. And then I wait a few minutes. And nothing is still happening. And then I jiggle it. I go to jiggle it again. And like all my fingers went on all the coils and it had, you know, it had started to come on. Oh, oh. Yeah. And I, I screamed, I screamed so loud. I scared my child. And then I had my hand under the water and she came back in. She was like, mom, mom, you have to stop, drop and roll because you burnt yourself. <laughs> Yo, baby is smart. She knew what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Mama, I was taught that. Stop yeah. dropping. I, I don't see no flames, but fire? Yeah, put it out, Mama. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so I, I cried. Oh, my God. I cried for like an hour. It hurt really bad. Did you put butter on it? You know what? No, I just ran it under um really cold water, and then I got some ice, and I put the ice on it. And it's funny because, like, the first ice cube I used melted within like seconds. Oh, because <laughs> my hand was so damn hot. Damn. So I just I kept ice on it for a couple of hours, and then finally it started cooling out. I put some um, neosporin and stuff on it. I was okay. Man, well that'll mess up your video gaming for sure, man. Yeah, yeah you... and it, it did. It really did, and that's why Scar here he offered to finish. I think he just wanted an excuse to play the damn game again. Yeah. I, at that point, I had already finished twice, and I thought she was taking too long. Yeah, mm. he has like no patience. No. So, um, Scar, mm-hmm. what 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 games are you playing right now? Well, after finishing Mass Effect twice, I um 
I started completely over. Um, and I played I played one and two again. Wow. Well, I for with one I I kind of cheated uh, a little bit because I played one I played one again, but I um, used a character that was already a level sixty. Um, so I was you know I was I was. I was pretty much all the way badass, and I ran with my space bitches, and we pretty much cleaned that. You know, we pretty much cleaned one up pretty quickly. And then um, I kind of took my time a little bit on two and did everything, okay. uh, with the exception of Firewalker, because Firewalker is bullshit. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, did that. And then, you know, play, playing some other stuff, play the, you know, play the Ghost Recon beta, uh, play a little bit um, with you yesterday. Um, and, you know, the, the normal stuff, Halo... Um, and th- you know things of that nature. Playing, playing with the community. Play some Ghost Recon two, uh, of, of a week or so back. You know. Okay. Yeah, man. I um, I've been playing some of the Ghost Recon beta too, and uh, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Um, I'm getting a little bit better, but uh, I think uh, it's gonna be a good co-op game, and uh, maybe we'll talk about that more later because I know people that don't watch play video games are like, this shit's going on too long. <laughs> yeah, like no. The, <laughs> the thing about it is, I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. Um. This reminds me why I don't like versus mode in games anymore, and because uh, getting in this beta and getting stomped out over and over again is not fun. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 also uh, I've been that way for a long time. Uh, if I can play a game, uh, a lot of these online shooters pretty much only offer versus as their main like you know here. This is what you need to be playing. You need to be team deathmatch. You need to be killing each other. Um, but I think I'm get. I've been at the point for probably like four or five years where I prefer to play with my friends than against my friends. You know, like we can still make fun of each other if like we play co-op and you get the least kills. Like we can still make fun of each other if that's what it's about. But in general, man, I, I like the idea of us playing against the computer and trying to accomplish objectives. And I will say that the Ghost Recon beta does seem like it has the uh ability to be fun at co-op and i hope they get it right because the versus was the, the team deathmatch shit was kind of like uh this is okay but you right. know it's not it's not nearly as fun i i don't think and and it's not nearly as fun as make to make fun of the dude that's on the bottom of your team when it's you right <laughs> yeah <laughs> when it's you or, or even worse when your whole team you and your friends go play team deathmatch you get stomped by some veteran team it's not nearly as fun to be like Yo, Brandon, you suck this time. It's like, yeah, man, but we all, all suck. suck. Yes. Like, we all got our ass whooped. It's not as big a distinction when you're losing to be like, you are the worst of us losing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst of the losers. Well, um, let me introduce the show. For those who have been listening and don't know what the fuck they're listening to, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. And uh, it's a comedy podcast we do three times a week. It's a husband and wife couple, me and my wife, Karen. And we invite different guests on. Uh, in this case, uh, two people from... The Scarfinger Live podcast. Scarfinger uh, Live, yeah. Scarcasm I was, Live. I wasn't gonna say shit. Ah! Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Scarcasm Live. I was like, oh, Scar, you done rename the show now? Well, they do all the time. I should. I should. Yeah, he's gonna change it to Scarfinger Live. And uh, all Scar Sherry. all the time. Uh, the black guy who games. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can find us at the Black. I'm about to pull a David Ruffin on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at theblackoutils.com, um, and you can also find us on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, and Stitcher Radio by searching for the Blackout Tips. Uh, make sure when you go to theblackouttips.com, you donate to the show, subscribe to uh, the website, so you get email updates every time we post something. Therefore, you'll know that we have a show coming up because you'll get an email. You can go to the store. <laughs> 
Uh, you can follow our Tumblr, theblackguyoutips.tumblr.com. You can call the show, 704-557-0186. Talk to us live on Saturdays or leave us a voicemail throughout the uh, week. You can email the show, theblackguyoutips at gmail.com. And we're both on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I am Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. And we have a campaign going on on DonateYourAccount.com slash T-B-G-W-T. It's where you can go to donate one tweet per day, per week, or per month, or one Facebook update per day, per week, or per month uh, to the show. And we basically just use it to update uh, people about what's going on with the show and all the new things and exciting things that we're getting into and uh you know, we also can use it to blow up somebody's Twitter like we did to profess LCH yesterday. Yes. Um, of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport? Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also uh, have something that Karen wants to promote. Go ahead, Karen. Yes. Uh, first thing I want to uh, promote, I know somebody had actually called into the show yesterday, and they were asking about the app for the iPad, and if they would want to see it was for the iPhone. The app is called Desktop. Um, it's called desktop.onlive.com, and it's only for the iPad. It's not for the iPhone. I tried. So for those of you with the iPad, you can actually now watch us through vocal on your iPad without using Flash. But I think you also have to get the paid version for that. It's not on the iPhone yet. I just wanted to make that public service announcement. But, but um, I'm getting ready to move on. I want everybody out there in the world to know that Spoiled Movie Reviews is back. And for those of you that don't know what I'm, the hell I'm talking about with the Spoiled Movie Reviews, it's a podcast that uh, Rod hosts along with me, Brandon, Chris, and Kev. And we talk about movies. So I know a lot of y'all love to hear me and Roger talk about movies, but we like to talk about other random shit. We do talk about movies, but we get in a lot more depth about the movies. We talk about it. We liked it. We don't like it. Our opinions about that. And this particular podcast is called Spoiled uh, Movie Reviews. And we're going to actually do our first live show this Wednesday at 9 p.m. So this Wednesday at 9 p.m., April 25th, and we're going to do it bi-weekly, and we're also going to put it on, um, it's the podcast, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, we're going to get back on Stitch Radio pretty soon. Uh, also, the podcast has a Facebook, Google+, Plus, Tumblr, and it has a Twitter page, it's at Spoiled Movie Pod, and we have an email address, SpoiledMovieReviews at gmail.com, and we also have a donate your account, so you can donate your Twitter and your Facebook account, so we can get the word out there, because I know a lot of people actually do listen to that particular podcast, so for those of you that was wondering what happened to it, did it die, it is back in the house, baby. And uh, Spoiled Movie Reviews is a podcast about movies for people who already saw the movie, don't ever plan on seeing the movie, or just don't give a fuck. Yep, it's in the name. We spoil that shit for you, so if you don't want to spoil, don't listen. Yeah, I don't want to hear anybody getting mad at us or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, But you spoiled it, it's in the fucking title. title. It's in the title. Okay? So listen after you've watched. We start off the show, and we're like, Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Selsey. That's how we started. Did you the show. know? Yes. And then we go, welcome to Spoil Reviews, okay? And uh, we will be reviewing several movies this week. Uh, yes. And uh, we'll, and occasionally we'll have guests and stuff because uh, Chris and Kev's old man fuck it gene is kicking in. And, <laughs> Ain't uh, it though? <laughs> they can't make it to every show. So we'll see what we can do about uh, filling it up with guests and all that stuff. Um, 
Now, of course, this podcast is sponsored. But not only is it sponsored, Karen, it's double sponsored. That's what I'm talking about. Double sponsored. Yeah. So beautiful. Don't cry. It's a double sponsorship. <laughs> is it too much for you to handle? Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Apparently, Shadow Dog Productions haven't been getting much action on their YouTube channel lately. Mm. Bow, 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 t-t-t-tong. Do we need? It's time to get some action, yeah, Karen. We, yeah, they- it's time for some action if you know what i'm saying some real action so if they can get at least and this is a low goal and i think you guys should be able to help them do this if shadow dog productions can get at least 10 total comments on any of their videos within the next week one of the commenters is winning a free dvd from their catalog Woo-hoo, and y'all know we in the collection doesn't matter which video you comment on just get it in over the next seven days. Hell, even if you don't want to stick a DVD or the comment, just swing by and watch the video. That's all good, too. That's so accommodating, people. Yes. Go to YouTube. Doesn't get any easier than that. YouTube.com slash user slash Shadow Dog Production. And, of course, we'll have it on the website tonight. So, you guys, make sure you do that because... They help us out, man. And they have plenty of videos and trailers and stuff like that. that you guys can go out there and, and check very out. Very good, y'all. Leave a leave them a comment and you might win something free. So yes. uh, don't you like free shit? I know I do. Who's against free shit? Raise your hand. Nobody? Oh, okay. I didn't think so. That's right. Speaking of free shit, I have something else to talk about, Karen. Let's do this. Scarfinger. What's what's going on? Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Of course you are. Have you been fantasizing of... Huh? What? In there. Yeah. Yeah. Good. (laughs) You can never have too much spice in the bedroom. Mm -mm. Have you ever walked in and said, too spicy, I'm out? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You decided to get me in on this, so you you know what you was going to get. People listening, do you want to be like Scarfinger? (laughs) No. And have a medium romantic life? Or do you want to go all in like <laughs> no. real men do? No. Have you been fantasizing, ladies? Sherry, you been fantasizing about surprising Scarfinger with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Yes, I have. Oh, cool. <laughs> I appreciate that, Sherry. Thank you for playing along with the bit. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off of just about any item. Yes. And when I say just about any item, I mean just about any item. Yes, you do, sir. I'm talking about videos, people. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about adult toys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about outfits. Yes. I'm talking about whips and chains. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, about it all, ain't you? If if Deidre's listening, I'm talking about strap-on dildos. Yes, you are. Okay. But that's not all. I mm-hmm. mean, shit, what's 50% off to a nigga like me? Can you please remind me? Ball so hard. When you select one item at 50%, you also receive three free adult DVDs. One, two, three, y'all. Ball so hard. You get a free extra gift that's so sensual, I can't tell you I come in my pants. Shh. And I ball so hard that they will even throw in a free shipping for the entire order. Yes, sir. And they're not t- they're not joking, guys. This is serious no. business. You can go treat yourself. Treat your yes, genitals to something yes. nice. They're, they're not fucking with you, but they want you to fuck with their items. Right. Uh, so you can check out adamandeve.com for this special offer today. Get 50% off of one item when you type in the code. And this is the most important part, people. 
TBGWT. Yep. You type in that for the offer code, get that 50% off of one item, three DVDs, free, free sexual, uh, sensual gift that is so good that if I told you about it, you would turn off the podcast and stop listening, so I can't. <laughs> no, tell your family, tell your friends. Y'all, y'all know y'all got folks around. You be like, oh, all you need is is a plastic dick in your life, and you can move on, girl. Yeah, and free shipping. Mm-hmm. So just put in TBGWT at AdamandEve.com. All right, guys. Oh, oh, wait, before you go on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead, break um, it down, Scott. As, as, as those who listen to my show are aware... And I said my show on purpose. Um, <laughs> I have no shame. So, oh my God, really? Are we going to talk about your flashlight again? No, I'm 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 trying to help out. Yes, thank, help I'm us gonna, out. Look, 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 look. Thanks for I helping, Scar. It's been some it's been some it's been some 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 talk about the flashlight in the past. Mm. You know, I ain't been here in a while. Right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this, fellas. If you think this Adam and Eve shit ain't working for you because you're lonely and shit, I vouch for the flashlight, dog. Uh, put his rep <laughs> on the line. Yes. Reps for the flashlight. I, I, I vouch for that shit, son. For real. Well, thank you, Scar, and I, I appreciate that, man. Um, I've never used the flashlight myself. I may ask a stupid question. What's the flashlight? It's the one that looks like a, like a flashlight, but you put your penis inside it. Oh, oh, yeah. does it light up? No. I, I don't think it actually um, works, Karen. Um, actually, they, they have some with hair. There's there's ones that are clear, mm-hmm. and you can you can do a few things. Wow, you can oh. you can use it like a flashlight too. No. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Because <laughs> if, if that shit worked like a flashlight too, that'd be the perfect fucking gift. What? You imagine she, Sherry come in, Scott turn that thing on, and light the whole room up. Come yeah. on over here, girl. Down, 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 down. I, I stuck my finger in it. It feels good inside. It's all soft. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to try that one day. Now, I, you know, the, the advertising for it used to be uh, better than vagina, but I, I was like, I, I don't. That's so unbelievable. You have to not, buy one. Not better, but yeah. quite good. Right, <laughs> Quite close. like shouldn't the advertising really be better than your hand? That's all they're trying. Yes. To, that's all they're really trying to beat. Like, that's than, all the competition. Yeah, better than your rough ass hands. And you're like, okay, that makes sense to me. Um, all right, man. So we got some podcasting to do, man. I didn't have a lot of random thoughts today, but I thought we'd talk about some things. Um, the first thing isn't even on our itinerary, but it's become a topic of discussion for the last couple of days uh, okay. on our show. Um. Just very randomly, man. Like, I think Kevin Hart uh, put a a cartoon up mm-hmm. on Facebook, and it was talking about how uh, black women, like, love to be mean to men, but then if they see those same men with white women, then those sisters will be mad that he's with a white woman and call him a sellout and all this stuff, right? And, uh, you know, it's, it's caused a little bit of... um conversation a little controversy uh, among some of the black males that uh you know i see on twitter some of the people that listen to our show stuff like that um and personally i just think that black women are much maligned uh they're under attack by the media and it doesn't help that uh black men feel no fucking like reason to help them out or to vent or to defend them but you know when something happens to a black male we always expect women to have our backs you know And, and for the most part they do because I think they kind of recognize the relationship. These are our sons. These are our brothers. These are our fathers. These are our husbands. There's some type of uh, 
you know, uh, relationship there that they, that they feel is worth, uh, protecting. But a lot of times I feel like black men just join in on the bashing where it's like, if, if they don't just start it, you know, um, even this, uh, think like a man, act like a woman, whatever, even this, like, movie and stuff like that you know i'm not supporting that shit because it's kind of like bashing women and bashing black men and black relationships in general you got to trick each other you got to you know use some type of uh you can't just have a straight up honest conversation and figure shit out and act like an adult it has to be a trick a black man into acting right when black women obviously aren't good enough to get men that will act right just on their own merit so you know they, they gotta they gotta use the tricks of the trade and shit right um, ladies, if you're, if, ladies, if you're married, do not pick up that book. Oh, right. got the girl fucked up. <laughs> oh, no. Sherry, you brought that thing like a man home one day. Uh, my, my best friend told me to read it, and I brought it home. <laughs> read it. I read, like, I don't know, the first couple of chapters. This was and years ago. Started years ago. Me, son. No, 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 no. It was years ago, okay? It was like three, four years ago, whenever it came out. She straight up and started I was, subtweeting me. Shut up. I was reading it, and I did... <laughs> I did tweet some stuff. I, did, I can't remember. But I said... I said something like, either, either I'm real stupid, or I married the wrong person, or something like that, I said. But I was playing... Like I was just joking. I didn't I didn't mean it for real. But it was like the book. It was just the stuff that he was saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I was raised by an old person, so maybe it made sense in that way. I don't know, but I got into so much trouble. I couldn't even I didn't even finish the book. And then as I was reading it, I, you know, the, he didn't even give me a chance to realize that it was stupid on my own. Like, you know, he saw what I was reading. And he was he started, helping you out. Yeah. Right, right. No, started, I, no, I made her read yeah, me the he shit made me, she was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I read, I, it was like, you know, like the stupid kid in class who doesn't understand something. <laughs> right. So the teacher makes him read it out loud to get the thought process out loud. So, yeah, so he made me read him the quotes and just the parts. And as I was reading it, I felt so stupid. I, I, like. Really, I, I almost fell for this ignorant ass shit. Oh. So I, I took it back to work and I came to my best friend. I told her, I was like, this is why you single. <laughs> oh, Poor dang. I actually bought like the first book. That's because I thought the shit was going to be funny. Then I read it. I was like, oh, this shit ain't funny. Never mind. Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's that going around because there's a lot of bashing of uh, black women that actually comes in the form of advice, which is mm-hmm. fucked up, you know, because there's a lot of that, like, well, it's your fault that you ain't got a man, and here's how, you know, like, you need to fix yourself, and then you get you a man, and then, you, then you'll be worth something, you old worthless ass woman, like, it's, like, it's a lot of that shit going around, mm-hmm. um, you know, same thing happens in, like, a lot of churches and stuff, um, but, like, I think... What bothers me more than that shit, because, you know, advice to relationship advice to women is kind of universal. That's not just a black thing, but it's the like the men that really seem hurt by black women and they don't know it. Like I was thinking about this yesterday, man, because people were saying like any black woman who gets upset about a cartoon that says, you know, basically black women. Don't know how to treat a man, but they'll get mad at white women for taking a black man, right? Um, Anybody that subscribes to that, I think you're hurt. 
like because they were going oh that's hit dogs hollering the only reason a woman would get mad is if that described her but no not karen exactly. was mad that doesn't describe yes, karen. Sir, yes i was and i i was highly upset for the for the simple fact that a i didn't think the shit was funny um also for the fact that just because you're not talking about me you're talking about a part of a collective group and when people make these jokes and they come out and they say these things a lot of times they don't go some black women it's almost like it's supposed to be implied that i'm not talking about you and that's the problem that i have uh for the fact that yes there are people that fit that group but it's such a small percentage you know why do people harp on the small percentage and me and roger talked about this in the car these same people that would say well i'm not talking about you okay would you say this stuff to your mama your sister your cousins your nieces your aunts would you say the same shit to them they don't fall into these categories but it's okay for you to crack jokes and, and poke fun at women at the expense of women but yet at the same time you want to fuck these women and that's a problem that I have with it. Well, I was well, I guess what I was going to say though is like I don't think that the um is necessarily even that well, don't respond to this if it's not about you. It's they don't understand. They are talking about everybody. Yes, they are. Like they don't make any distinction. No, they don't. You know, and even if they make a distinction, they still try to make it sound like it's the majority of people. Yes, they do. You know, and when it's of, I think a vast minority, a small minority of black women that they're turning into. Like this, this is all they do. This is all they're, their words. Very small. And, and 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 I think the biggest issue is this. Why is it the woman? What about you might be the problem? Well, here's the thing. I think, and you even said this yesterday, there's some shit that's just funny and, and we'll laugh at anything if it's funny. Yes, we to will. To be quite honest. Yes, we will. But a lot of this shit isn't really funny. No, it's not. It's just like it's dudes mean. are saying the same tired old shit mm-hmm. and then they co-sign it like it's funny, but it's not fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, oh man, you know, uh, black women got bad credit or some shit like that. you like, so wait, what, what was the funniness in that? You know, oh, dark skinned black woman is is ugly and she's stupid. You're like, where's yeah, there's no creativity where, when am I in supposed, that? When am I supposed yeah, to what's get to the punchline? That's right. You know, when the, where's the where's the development of this? It sounds more like you just shitting on these women. Yep. And then when someone says something, you go, I ain't talking about you, so why are you mad? You know, it's like, well, you kind of are though, aren't you? You know, uh, so it, it's it's one of those things where. Uh, it's frustrating, and I think when we talk about hit dogs hollering, if we look at the other side of the equation, it's the men who are the hit dogs that are hollering. And by hit dogs, I mean in this cartoon, it's literally a nerdy-looking black dude who gets turned down by these women, later shows up with his white woman trying to floss like, look, bitch, I got me a white woman, and I'm doing good. And if you feel that sentiment, if you co-sign that, you're one of the people that has issues that and you're one of the hurt people like you know and i think a lot of um it's kind of like black republicans like a lot of black people go through the same life experience and we try to turn it into this like diatribe on race and like my experience represents everything about racism and black people but um you know i don't know how scar grew up man but i'll ask you um like, did you, when you grew up, were you uh, already into comic books, movies, and, and video games and all this shit your whole life? Or did when did you uh, get pulled this out? I wanted to be. Um, I, you know, my, Hold on, you kind of, your, your, your Skype is kind of fucking up. Hold on a second, man. Try it. All right, try it now. Um, all right, can better. you hear me now? Yeah, yes. better. 
Okay. Um, I wanted to, um, you know, all the stuff with the video games and stuff like that. You know, my family just couldn't afford it. You know, I used to read everybody else's Nintendo Power. You know what I mean? I wanted to be this dude, but I grew up I grew up I grew up in the hood, so I had to put on a facade um in order for me not to get my ass whooped. So <laughs> it was um so so a lot of this stuff a lot of the stuff that I'm that, that I can openly say that I'm into now, I could never say that before. I could never show up I couldn't show up in my hood with a comic book in my hand. Right. You know what I mean? I can do this now because I'm because I'm an adult. I have my I have a job and I can buy my own stuff. But at the at the time, it wasn't possible for me. So it's a little bit different for me because I wanted to be a part of something and I couldn't. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's kind of the opposite. But 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 but, uh, yeah, but but also, I mean, a a lot of it, you know, you you talk about it from the perspective of like these dudes telling on themselves, right? And you know. How many of the how many of these dudes feel like me? Where, you know what? I kind of went I kind of went the other way when it came to looking for looking for a mate. I went the other way because of how much I hate myself, mm. and I hate my dark skin, and I hate my big lips. I hate my nappy ass hair. You like, hate the I hate black. I hate, you hate all blackness. Of the, I hate all of these things. I hate. Look, I mean, I can't. I, come to terms with it in recent years but for a long time i've hated all of these things about myself so when i looked for a partner i looked for somebody that was the opposite of everything that i hated about myself mm. yeah like i also i went through the same thing i hate uh i hate Whoopi goldberg's gum i hate the black of far back of forest whitaker's neck and i hate wesley snipes um yeah. But uh no, but seriously though, um I do think a lot of it does come from self hate, man, that uh like hating on black women. Like you hate where you you hate yourself to some extent, so you hate where you came from on a deeper level. Um but if you talk to these dudes on the surface level, they would not admit that. They don't understand that. Like they don't see how constantly chiding and baiting black women into these angry gender wars is is, is exactly self hate. This is where you came from, dude. Like, um, even, and, and, but see, even the, the thing is with Scar, though, like, when you said you couldn't have comic books in your hood, right, that's kind of the point, though, right? Like, being a black nerd is, is still being a nerd, right? But when you're black, there's, like, an extra, like, something attributed to the fact that, oh, I'm in the hood, I'm around other black people, so it's even worse to be a nerd. But, like, when it comes to getting chicks... And Scar, I'm sure you used to get all the ladies. Okay, I'm not doubting you, all right? But I did, I did my thing, son. Yeah, I can only speak for myself. But when it comes to getting women, um, them AG textbooks, not the hottest thing on the streets, bro. Mm-mm. Really not. And that's not a black thing. Like, if you looked around my classroom with all the white nerds that I was also in class with, it's not like they left class, went to play basketball, and then started getting pussy left and right. Like, nope. They also were social outcasts, but they were white social outcasts. So there was just like, um, different experience than I had. You know what I mean? Where like, I didn't get to hang out with them really. So I just kind of like went back to the hood and was like, you know, the nerd in the hood. And they kind of went back to the suburbs, but they weren't, it's not like they were just these social, like, uh, socially, uh, celebrated nerd culture like people always go black people hate nerds no everybody hates nerds at that age Mm -hmm. 
and then we try to turn it into you know well i couldn't get no chicks because i was a nerd and it's because black women ain't shit no it's not like the cheerleader was dating the fucking captain of the white debate team i know it's sort of a chess club come on like why are we trying to turn this into a race thing when i quite honestly honestly no one values people that are that fucking smart at that age no because they're stupid yes. yeah like if, if that was the case then nobody they'd be like why well, go to the football game the chess club has a meet today and uh you know, I'm gonna skip the I'm gonna skip the pep rally and head over, <laughs> head over there a little bit early, get, get some good seats. No, that's not happening. Yeah, I heard the math team is uh gonna have a gonna yeah. Have the, a, the, the, the the debate club is going out today, and <laughs> yeah. boy, can they put on a hell of a debate? Let's yeah. go, Cougars! Like no one's ever walked down the hallway and was like, mm, "Look at him with those glasses." Ah. <laughs> That pocket protector just swaying in the wind. Just Man. right. Look how he uses that scientific calculator. Yeah. Like, you try to turn oh, it. Oh, shit, he got the Texas one, too. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> is that a TI-85? Oh, oh shit. shit. Girl, I'm wet already. Yes. Like, it's, that's not how it works, man. No. So, I just thought that um, a lot of this, when we talk about hit dogs hollering, is exactly that, but on the other foot. There are men who are still mad at these women for not being the kind of giving them the kind of attention that they want. And they try to turn it into fuck these women because they never were there for me. Right. And that's and the thing is, it really doesn't have to be like that because that's everyone's experience. It's not a, a black experience. It's it's everybody's experience, dude. If you start asking around, I guarantee you all the nerdy white dudes are going to be like, yeah, pretty much. I was not getting any pussy. And girls were laughing at me. That's just the way it fucking goes. And now, now we're going to turn it into black women ain't shit? Are we seriously going to pretend like every other culture celebrates people being smart and women just flock to them? Are we going to start that? Because that's a fucking myth. So, yeah, if you co-sign these little Kevin Hart jokes and shit, like from a, a sincere place, yeah, you're part of the problem. And you were hurt. And I'm laughing at you. How about that? That's funny. That's a good joke is you being mad because... These chicks weren't digging you. Not to mention, if these chicks are that fucking shallow, why are you mad at them in the first place? Say that again. That is nothing but your dick talking. It's like, I want that pussy too. That's that's just your dick talking. She going out with a thug. Why would you want to fuck with a chick that wants to date a fucking thug? If you're so fucking upstanding, you're looking for the love of your life. You're spending all this time talking about what makes a good woman and shit. Then why the fuck are you so obsessed with the chick in the club that is clearly interested in going home with a baller that night? Why are you mad at her? Because you're not helping her. Don't try to pretend like you're being altruistic because mm-hmm. way too many motherfucking crusty ass nerds go down to Atlanta and come back talking about, nigga, I'm playing the field. I got six I'm chicks. Balling. Like, dog, you're no better than the players and the thugs and shit that you claim to hate and the women that you claim to hate that deal with them. You're not trying to be no upstanding family, man. I got to corporate America and I saw a bunch of black dudes out there trying to ball till they fall. So let's stop and pretending. some of them fail. Yeah, let's stop pretending. And then, like, there's this all, there's this, uh, this, this underlying motive of, like, I just want my people to be good and get them to, no, man, mm-hmm. you want to fuck these chicks and you mad that the video hoes don't want to fuck with your ass. That's all it is to it. And I'm sorry that you didn't have the charisma. I'm sorry. I really am. I wish you guys had it, but you don't. Anyway, just moving on from that. But I had to say that shit and I'm sure some people are mad out there. Um, you can email the show. At the black guy who tips at gmail.com. Speaking of sexual attraction, um, 
women, I know you two don't know anything about this. Scarfinger, I might be able to get you to admit to it. Uh oh. Hey man, um, were you the only one who thought that um, involuntary erections were gonna go away when you became an adult? Yo, son. <laughs> you know something? It, uh, this this shit happened to me the other day, and that's the exact thought that I had. Yo, wasn't this shit supposed to stop? Right? Yes. Like I'm 33 years old, man. I was sitting at my desk on wood. Like, guess I'll get that water later. And I was like, what? what who? Why did? Why did I think it was gonna stop? I felt like along the lines of health class or something. Someone told me that that was gonna stop, and it's been a minute. And it has not stopped, dude. And it does, like, involuntary erection gives no fucks, dude. It's just like. Oh, it just shows up? It's like, I know this is an important meeting. And I know it's probably going to affect your race. And you have to get up and give a presentation in a few minutes. But uh, I got to stretch out, fellas. You know what I mean? <laughs> Down in front. Like, it's just, like, it's ridiculous, dude. It's, it's, it's like, I would sit at my desk and just be like, uh, baseball, uh, uh, kittens, uh, uh, grandma's warm apple pie. Oh, apple pie. Mm. <laughs> and this shit happened to me. I went to go, um, cause I work, I work in storage. Um, and somebody came in, like, right when that was happening. And like oh. I, I was, I was completely on something else, and I was sitting at the, I was, I was sitting at my desk, and then she was like, "Well, I want to go see some units," and I had to like stall, like I had to like ask her everything I could ask her about <laughs> what the fuck she was storing, <laughs> just, just just so I could stall. Like I look, I was like, "Yo, if if I move from behind this counter, it's gonna be real awkward." Right, and, so, and so. women don't have to deal with that, man. Like, women don't just involuntarily get a wet pussy. No, like, there's no, there's no, no. We we might involuntarily get hard nipples. Right, yeah. right, but there's no like, uh, like, oh my god, I, you know, I'm, I'm working on this report, but I can't stop dripping. Like, it's no, none of that, none of that's no, ever happened. Don't happen dude. like that. You know, even with nipples, like dudes have nipples too. You can get hard nipples from just like it's cold or some shit. But like literally just nothing is going on. It's just like your dick is just but, like, hey, what's going on, dog? What's going on out here? <laughs> that's true. But it is still an awkward moment, though, because a lot of times when your nipples get hard, that's why I've learned to wear thicker bras and wear bras with pads. Yeah. Uh, because the dudes look at you like, hey, I'm like, no, no, that's why dog, I'm cold. That's why I don't I understand. Uh, that's why I never understood the craze for silk boxers. Like, that's the last thing your dick needs. <laughs> boxers are the worst. Yeah, silk boxers. Bo- silk boxers are the worst. Because they feel good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like constantly getting a, a hand job from a really weak person. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, let me just rub that for you. Like, I just need to, I just need to concentrate on this report. If I don't turn this in in time, you know, but I don't know. I don't know how people wear that shit, dude. I, like, people will be like, uh... You know uh, what you need to get? Get your girl to get you some uh, silk boxers. I'm like, why? <laughs> why, why would, so I can slip and slide in my drawers? Right. I understand that. Like, I don't think I need those, dude. I, I think I'm actually okay without being on rock all fucking day, man. <laughs> I don't know how you get anything done, dude. Dick swinging in the wind and shit. Um, uh, so I'd like to give a quick shout out to a commercial uh, that I saw. Uh, and I want to give one to a good commercial and one to a bad commercial. All right. Okay. The first one is a good commercial. Uh, have y'all seen the new CPI security uh, alarm company uh, commercial? 
Okay. Which, which There's a lady. She's laying in the bed upstairs. Her daughter is sick. And um, all of a sudden, the front door opens. Yeah. An alarm goes off. And it, it comes on. It's like, woo, 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 woo. And then a voice comes through. And it's like, CPI security. Uh, can, uh, what seems to be the problem? And she's like, someone's trying to break in the house. And then both of the thieves turn around and run out. Has wow. everybody everybody seen this? I don't have. Know. Yes. No, so Scar. Okay, maybe it's a local I, commercial. I don't watch TV, so I don't. I don't know. Mm. Okay. It comes. I see it a lot during sporting events. Yeah, and it might be a local commercial. But um, let me tell you why I like this commercial. Because finally, after years and fucking years of alarm company commercials, they got a black thief. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I mean, a, a big, you know, big, scary looking black dude with dreads and shit. Like, mm-hmm. he's bigger than the white dude. Yes, he is. And he does give that, like, lingering look that's kind of like, yeah, we going to say. Shout out, to, shout out to Popson in the chat because he did call it. Yeah, well, when the, um when they look at, uh, well, let's not shout out Popson because Popson says so much inaccurate shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but he called this one, and I just wanted—I just wanted to make sure that he knew that we noticed. Okay, okay all right. Cool. Well, he um says you just you just encouraging him. This is gonna get worse. Watch. <laughs> but, um. So yeah, he um he basically, and the thing I like about the black dude too is even after the alarm goes off. He gives this look like, damn, I was gonna rape that bitch too. Yeah. Alright, let's go. <laughs> she she better be she better be glad I got to run. Yeah, like he looked like he wanted to leave the least of the two. Like the white dude's like, let's let's build. It's, it's the cops and the, the black dude's like, Ooh my I, I almost had him. Could have used this involuntary erection this morning. I was gonna make that bitch lick my tank. Yeah. <laughs> we was gonna do it all. And I'm a pedophile too. It was two for one. But um and the reason that I'm actually proud of this commercial is one Ever since Obama got elected, it's like an unspoken rule that niggas have to be the smartest people in every commercial now. Yep. Like, I don't know how that happened. I don't know if, like, white people are just that self-deprecating. But, like, every commercial, I don't care if it's, a, like, a Wendy's commercial or some shit. It's always a black person that comes up and is like, mm-mm, white person. It only has 100 calories. And then and walks off. extra smart. Yeah, just all these random black people just talking to white people, talking down to white people in public. It's like, ah! dumbass white man comes over. He's like, I'm going to get the biggest TV, but I'm also going to only get standard, uh, a standard antenna television because I don't want, I don't like HD cable. And then a black dude walks over, puts his head on his shoulder. He's like, oh no, white man, you need, you're going to need a 1080p signal coming to and, this and 1080p. And I'm help. And I'm, yeah, and I'm here at Best Buy to tell you, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like that, all the black people are always so fucking smart. And I was just once I was glad because this means black people that are actors in real life can start trying out for thief positions again, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because, you know, because before the CPI commercials was very, very unrealistic. They had one where this white dude like broke in the house like two or three times. Yeah. And every time he broke into the house, it was these two muscly bodyguard dudes. That would that, throw him out. Yeah, that would kick him out. And the white dude looked like the hamburger. He looked like he weighed yes, 110 pounds. Yes, he did. Soak and wet. Like, I'm not scared of that dude breaking into my shit, honestly. Like I like if that is that what I'm buying an alarm for? That dude breaking into my shit, the hundred and ten pound white need man. The alarm then. Right. Like no, I'm I'm buying it for that black dude that I saw that look like <laughs> that look yes. like he just got cut from the Chicago Bears a couple minutes ago and was like I'm hard on I, I still gotta make these bills. That dude. Yes. Like that dude that and him and his white friend that looked like he was on some commence to raping. That cat. Ha! 
is scary to me. Like, I don't, the, the other dudes, I don't have no nightmares about the hamburger and shit, man. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I like that idea, man. What do you guys think about the role of black people in commercials since Obama got elected? Uh, I'll start with you, Scar. Well, um, I can't really say very much because I don't watch much TV. I, I'm Netflix only, pretty much. Well, what about video games, man? You know, the the new lead man for Prototype 2 is a black dude. Um, I just hope that he doesn't have nigger tendencies. <laughs> um, ah! You know, you know that's a problem in video games. Like, what, you know, like, like Cold Train. <laughs> like, I, I have a problem with Cold Train and Gears of War. You don't like Cold Train, dog? Like, why the fuck does Cold Train talk and act like an ignorant-ass <laughs> football player? And this is another planet, a different time. These are space people. Like, why the fuck does he talk like that? Cold Train. <laughs> Woo! I love Cold Train. Cold train is the is like really like in Gears of War two when he gets grabs the mic and and gives it, it gives the queen that speech that was that was my like if you could see my face at that point that was like that was my you know like when you're at a store and like like say you go to a you go to a store that there's not a lot of black people in yeah and you're by yourself and you're you're at the store and you're like checking out and then like some niggas come in and you make that oh those are not my niggas face <laughs> I, I definitely i absolutely do face. not know what you're talking about but keep going like just when you're in a place and there's 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 not a lot of black people around and there's some niggas show up. Oh, and like, I know what and you, you mean. have to you have to kind of straighten up and you you have to kind of give the white people that these are not my niggers. Oh, like, it's kind of like because y'all are both black, but y'all aren't y'all don't actually roll in the same groups. groups but, yeah. people, but to the untrained eyes, like look at these black people at my uh, function. Yeah, yeah like, I do know what you mean. Then. Yeah, these they, they they do not belong to me. Like right. this. Yes. Like, like yeah, we like, are not family. Like to me, that's actually the joke in the Chris Rock bit. It's not about the whole it's niggas versus black people, it's hey white people. Um all black people are individuals and I need you to recognize that because this this shit that y'all doing right now, don't I don't need y'all to associate all this shit with me. Now I know it's so but um but yeah, anyway, man, I, I think that um Coltrane is an interesting character and uh I love Cold I can't, Train. I, he's one of those people that's so cartoony it's and so over the top. Over the top that I can't hate him. Uh, and it might just be because I like that office linebacker commercial so much. And that, yes, Terry Tate. It wasn't until someone said that that's Cold Train, that yeah. is Cold Train, and they thought of that character when they saw those commercials. Yeah. Is that what you pointed out to me yeah. the other day? Right. So if, if it wasn't the office linebacker dude is Cold Train. Yeah. So so and so that so it was like oh okay so that makes sense. Yeah, but they don't bother me. Still, yeah, yeah, because I love those. those are the best fucking commercials ever. Terry Tate, office linebacker. It, do yourself a favor, people. Go on YouTube. Yes, if you look that up. That is a timeless, timeless <laughs> ad campaign. Cleverly oh, thought it is of. The best. Cleverly written. Um, Terry, I I, I have quotables for days, dude. Yes. Pain train is coming. Kill the Joe. You make some more. Ah, anyway, um, <laughs> Sherry, what do you think about um, the role of black people in commercials uh, after Obama's been elected? If you watch any commercials, I mean. Um, yeah, I watch a lot of TV. I, honestly, you know, I don't pay attention 
to that type of stuff. I'm sorry, I just don't. It's okay. Um, Cheesy. But I'm just, shut Cheese. up. I'll probably No, she's a daywalker, remember? <laughs> yeah, she's a daywalker. All of our uh, strengths, none of, their, none of our weaknesses. <laughs> so I probably will now, but I will tell you this. Um, a few weeks ago, I was flipping through channels, and I, um, I saw, uh, you know, some TV, because I was flipping through channels watching TV, and I thought that Undercover Brother was on. And I tweeted this too. I was like, oh shit, Undercover Brother is on. Uh, yeah, it was a KFC commercial. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Wow. I thought that was like so the most ignorant damn thing ever. And it really, it was Eddie Griffin too. I really think it was. It might not have been, but I promise you it was because I thought it was Undercover Brother. Oh man. um, Yeah, it was a KFC commercial and I've, I've seen it a couple of times since then. So I thought that was, you know, I thought that was, like, wrong. I mean, you know, because of the stereotype with chicken and, you know. Right. And, you know, and it was just, it was that type of thing. So, yeah, but I've never paid attention. So I will now. All right. Well, pay attention to it because, well, I can't help myself, man. I see so much shit through a racial prism. I can't help it. I I just, I'm amused by it. It's very funny. Intrigued by it and uh, everything. Like, I... Like, I think um, white people, when they're so scared of black people who see things in racial terms a lot. Um, but I, cause they just assume we're always mad. A lot of times you know? I'm laughing my ass off. Yes. Like, to, like, when I saw that black man, I was like, good, good for black people, dude. We need more fucking roles in these things. Like, how does, how much must that suck? If you're a black actor and you're auditioning for a role and it's like, you show up and it's like, okay, man, it's for CPI security and, um, we need two people to play house, uh, home intruders. And then the black dude's like, fuck, I'm not getting this. <laughs> There's no way they're picking a black dude to do this. White guys have a monopoly on the thieving genre of commercials. Yes, they do. And they're always, and, and then plus, if you want to play the dumbass and you're black, you don't get to play the dumbass dude. And a lot of times the dumbass dude is the fun role. Yes, it is. And, and somebody, somebody needs to, somebody needs to stop Roman and Malcolm. Romany Malco, what, what what does he do? Who, which one is he? He's the, the, he's the brother from Weeds. A bald head dude? Yes. Yeah, Every yeah, yeah. movie he plays in, he's always the helpful Negro. Somebody needs to stop him. Wasn't he ignorant in the 40-year-old version? I want to say he was. that was the last ignorant movie role that he took. And then after the, he was, wasn't, he, wasn't he trying to help, though? I thought he was ignorant as shit. Like, he was cheating on his girl. He got yeah, Andy he to lie. He got dude to lie, lie. for him. Um, he was, he tried to fight the dude in Best Buy. <laughs> Kevin Hart, he tried to, uh, he got into it with Kevin Hart in Best Buy. I thought he was like a problem in that where he had bad advice. But ever since then, he's, like you said, he just, he just Captain Save a White Man in all the movies now. And I am watching No Ordinary Family and he is the worst. Man. And being the best. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, oh, and, um, um, old boy from the, the Cuban dude from um, from Half Bake. Cuban is B a, is a police detective in No Ordinary Family, and it's the weirdest shit ever. Yeah, I'm glad I missed that. I, I like I said, I picked the cape that year. I rolled with the cape. I knew it was gonna get canceled, but I, I yes, don't regret that for a terrible. second. Don't regret I, I it for watch a second. That, actually. Yeah, it's, it, me, it was me a. And Poop, me and Poop Bear watched that shit, and it was awesome. Yeah, it's a good kind of terrible. It's the kind of corniness that works for me. Like when I saw that man talking <laughs> to his son in a mask and not even disguising his voice, 
and his son didn't recognize him. I was like, yep, this shit corny as fuck. <laughs> 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 like, I'm pretty sure if Scar threw on a mask and went over and talked to Pooh Bear, she'd be like, Daddy, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> and, his, right. and his son was like 11. Right. <laughs> so it wasn't no. And like he's ta- he's talking to him, and he like tried not to cry and shit. Yeah. Like it was it it was just it was that just the the idea that your your son doesn't recognize your own voice, added with the fact that the acting was just so so hard. bad, so it was bad. terrible. That, made that shit so awesome. Oh, uh, so bad that it was good, man. Um, all right. So the other commercial I saw. And I just thought this was fucking stupid. Um, Blackberry has a new commercial. And, you know, as always, they're competing. Every phone's competing with the iPhone. Yes, it is. Like, I I mean, can we just come out and say it? The iPhone is the standard of the smartphone right now. Yes, it is. Um, Even if you're a team, whatever the fuck, if you want to pledge allegiance to some type of uh, materialistic object that's taking all of our money, go ahead. But every fucking phone commercial is like, and the iPhone does this and fuck them. You know what I mean? Yes. Our shit is twice as fast as the iPhone. Like, okay, man. All right. Seems like you're kind of playing kind of you know angry over there kind of angry kind of upset um so the blackberry has a commercial blackberry bold and it was like uh this lady she's like i get a thousand emails a day yes and i don't need a touch screen because have you tried responding to a thousand emails a day on a touch screen and i was thinking like who the fuck is that important and that responsive <laughs> yes. No one at all. There's no person on the earth that gets a thousand emails a day and responds to a thousand emails a day. Nobody. Nobody. Except maybe Felder. Michael Felder? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but- maybe Michael Felder. I don't know. <laughs> even even like I just can't picture anyone being like, yeah, dog, I got uh a thousand emails today and I, I responded to every last one of them you know you you know what them shits was like yes no okay <laughs> right. yes talk to you later see you next week like you ain't getting no spam nothing you just like he's like oh oh a nigerian prince uh also needs my money um i can get a million dollars if i just transfer over this fee yes and keys are overrated yeah and like so i was just i just thought it was funny man i like it just people trying so hard man but yeah it, if you get over like Shit, there's days where I've got like 10, 20 emails, and I was like, yeah, um, I'm not responding to this shit. Now you said that again. <laughs> like, it was like, hey, man, when are you going to help me do so-and-so? Eh, I'll get to that tomorrow. Um, all right, so uh, another thing. This is very random, but uh, shout out to the Cold the podcast, because I got to talk to one of my heroes yesterday. Yes, you did. And only true nerds even know this name. But I got to talk to Stan Bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and it was it that, was that must have been incredible though. It was incredible, dude. I had like uh my man um Classic Material prepared all these interview questions, all this research and shit. And he's like, uh, Rod, you should be on this interview with me because the other people on this podcast, Tim Dog is way too young to remember Transformers the movie and all that shit. And uh my man Eclectic is just a hater. So like why would you know, he hates Transformers the movie and G.I. Joe the movie. And uh definitely the first person I've ever met that hated them both. Like I've met people that hated one or the other, but damn both? Like I don't even want to know what was Eclectic like as a child? Just like, angry. Aren't you supposed to grow up into cynicism? Like this nigga was a cynical <laughs> eight year old and shit. It's like, you know what, man? 
that that his daddy's like, son, how did you enjoy the Transformers movie? You know what, dad? This shit is shallow and pedantic. <laughs> They're just out here trying to sell more toys, and I'm not having it. You can I, keep your money. Yeah, I'm not buying any other Galvatron. Generation one for me only, dad. It's like, okay, son. <laughs> like, I don't understand what Jinx has to do with the movie unless they just wanted to sell some more of the surplus red ninja suits, dad. It's like, okay, <laughs> all right, all right, son. But, um, yeah, man, so, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I was, uh, I don't, damn, I lost my place. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I talked to Stan Bush, and I got to ask him so many questions, man. And I just got to say, man, it's awesome having a podcast just for that kind of moment, dude. Because mm-hmm. that shit made my fucking week. Like, just talking to Stan Bush. I didn't have a bunch of crazy questions to ask him. I just asked him any random thing that came to my mind. And, uh, yeah, y'all should look out for that later on in the week, man. Um, okay. Scarfinger, Sherry, as video game players, people who watch TV, and review stuff. I have to ask you guys a question. Alrighty. Do y'all have the completionist gene? I don't. Karen doesn't have it at all. Mm-mm. By completionist gene, what I mean is like when something comes, like say you start watching Mad Men, do you feel an obligation like I need to finish watching all of this? Uh, Sherry, I'll start with you first. If I watch it and I feel that it's stupid, no. Mm. And I started Mad Men. First episode, I only got 20 minutes in. That was uh, when it first came out. So I did not finish it. 20 minutes? And you knew, like, fuck this? Yeah, because it it wasn't my type of shit. Like, Mm. I'm into that that era and stuff, but not the political and all those, you know, all of that stuff that it was. I like the social shit of of that era. Um, You know, the music, the clothes and stuff like that. And that, that show is just too... It was boring to me, and then on top of that, all of the um, all the tweets and stuff that I saw about Christina Hendricks, and oh my god, it was just ugh. So I just stopped. I was like, whatever. Okay, what about you, Scar? You can you uh, drop something at the drop of uh, you know drop of a dime? Um, unfortunately, I do have that gene, and uh, well, I'm not really. I have to finish the series. Mm-hmm. I'm. A, I have to finish the season. And I finished Mad Men the first season, and oh my god, it was so fucking boring. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was, it was. Mad Men, it's just so dry. Um, and and you know, and even with games, you know, I finished Too Human, and oh, Too Human, oh, um, I finished Fantasy Star Universe, which is terrible, terrible. Um, I played a, I played a shit ton of Brink. Um, like, see, so I do have that gene, and sometimes it's like I know I'm punishing myself, but I don't feel like I have a choice. Yeah, I fight against my completionist gene, and it's hard. Like, I, I like I actually am proud of myself whenever I can stop something. Yeah, um, me and, like me and Roger are not the same. Cause Rod know me. That shit is boring. I want to go do something else. I'll be like, all right, fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I literally would walk away. We, we, we can watch in the middle of something watching it. I'll be like, all right, I got to go do something else. And I'll just walk out the room. Fuck yeah. it. I don't want to watch it no more. And I'm just stuck there. Like, I, like Scar apologized for it and said, unfortunately, mm-hmm. no, I envy you. I wish I had the strength to be like, I, like, something in my brain is just like, but something good might happen. You know, like, I played so much Deuce at Deus Ex. 
I played so much that of that terrible, terrible game. All oh, that game looked terrible. Like, not only did I play, like <laughs> I played that terrible game for about twenty hours, right? I bought that shit for like two dollars, and I haven't, I haven't put it in the box yet. Well, don't, don't. I mean, you could just, you know what? Just uh, don't install a CPI security alarm and. <laughs> let let two big let two big dudes break in your house and uh and whatever they do with you that that's the same as playing that game. Um, oh God! Because <laughs> like like I played it right and then I was like, well maybe I fucked up, maybe I don't know what I'm doing, so I started over. Right, instead of being like twenty hours is plenty, Rod. Yes, it is. Put the fucking game down. It's obviously not your shit. Mm-mm. I was like, I'm gonna start over. I use this code that that came with the game that I didn't know to use the first time. Where you get like some some stuff like uh you know like an extra gun or something to start the game. Right, start over. Play like another twenty hours before I just go. You know what? Fuck me. I'm not gonna like this game. Yeah, and and it, it looked terrible. It sounded terrible. I'll be sitting there going. This is some bullshit. And you know what? I didn't even play Mass Effect. But the graphics on Mass Effect was like so top notch. Everything looks so sharp and so clean that I'm looking at Rod like, nigga, you downgraded the standard definition. I don't understand this. <laughs> why are we playing? Why are you playing the bullshit? And I got to watch it. Yeah, it was bad, man. I played so much of it, dude. I couldn't help myself. And like, you know, I finally quit that game and sold it and i was so proud of myself but now me too i'm stuck in another bad game oh it's like I, I feel like women they get stuck in bad relationships um i'm now dating the darkness one because i because oh. i bought the darkness two and <laughs> like I, my i you know what yeah I, I i was forced to stop playing the darkness one it was not because i didn't want to finish it right. it's because i kept getting motion sick and I was like, you know what? I, I can't do this. Yo, it Scar, it makes me motion sick. And I keep playing it. Like, I was like, well, as long as I just play for like 20 minutes and then I'll pause it and do something else and come back. Like, it makes no fucking sense, man. Like, I, I'm ah! like I'm telling y'all this and I'm probably going to play this fucking game some more, dude. It does, I, yeah. Like, I remember having, and this is not my first time playing it. I had the game a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. This is how dedicated I am to playing this piece of shit game. I've, I had the game a long time ago. I got to a point where there was a sk- scratch on my disc mm-hmm. and it caused an error where I kept getting stuck at the same level because I couldn't go any further. So I was like, okay, I'll just buy another copy of this game and play it, right? Now, something should have told me right then and there that I didn't like the game because I never did that shit. Like for I ne- years. For years. Like, 2012 came. Yes. And then I was I was like, uh, oh, I bought The Darkness 2, which I hear is a pretty decent game, yeah, but I never finished the, the first one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. The, dem- the demo for two seems pretty good. Cool. Okay. I didn't actually play the full game. All right. Well, I was like, all right, cool. Let me get the first one because I was almost done, right? I go upload my own old save, and, you know, after buying the game again. And by buying the game again, I mean I bought a hard copy from EB Games uh, or GameStop as they are called now. Um, and by the way, of course, fuck GameStop. Uh, Come on, son. have to say that because... Like I should have known when I ordered the shit online and had it mailed to me, they mailed me a scratched up, fucked up copy with no book and no cover. So yeah, fuck them. Um, so I that didn't work. It wouldn't even read in my fucking disc drive. So then I went on eBay and I bid for a digital copy of the game and downloaded that shit and it was like ten dollars or so, right? Um, so then I finally was playing this game on my Xbox and. I go to upload my save, and I was like, 
wait a minute, I've forgotten where I was at. I forgot how much, what I had done and what I hadn't done. I forgot how my powers worked. I had to start the fucking game over again. And then I just got back to the part where it paused at, uh, on the last time. And I, you know, and I, I got past it and stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't even like this fucking game. Why am I going through this? What the fuck is wrong with me, man? Something is yeah, wrong and, with me. And I think that's just part of you and your personality. But for me, I, I don't got that gene. I play. I started Fable at Fable 2. I played Fable 2. I played Fable 3. I'm probably going to play up to Fable 15. I have not played Fable 1. Why? Because it came on the original Xbox and the shit probably sucks. Yeah. Uh. Um, I, well, I, I'm going to tell you. Um... I'm going to tell you, the, the gene can really fuck you up. Right now, I'm going through it right now with uh, Resistance 3 on the PS3. Um, the This game is not very good. It's the, like the, the person who you are is not compelling. Like there is like every, every place I'm going is like, why the fuck am I here? Um, <laughs> but I have to finish it. But um, this, is, this is where the, having this gene is the absolute worst. I had to force myself through Call of Duty 4, even though I get motion sick. Mm, yep. I, I, I forced myself through this. I ended up throwing up twice oh. trying to force myself through Call of Duty 4. After oh. throwing up the second time, like, I decided, like, after throwing up, I went and got, um, I went and got some ginger gum. I got some of those little wrist things for motion sickness and some drama mean, and it still made me throw up. Damn. And I still wanted to finish the game, but I was just like, I just can't. And I, I really, it took a lot to force myself to stop. Yeah, man. I, like I said, thank God. Like when people say stuff like, man, listen, you can do cocaine. You just got to have a strong mind. I'm like, no. Like, Rod, why don't you, why don't you smoke weed? Nigga, cause I don't know what will happen. Like if, if I can't quit a game I hate, imagine something I love. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'll be getting high in, the, in my parking lot at work and shit. Like, no. Fuck that. You're not fucking my life up. No, this show would not be the black guy who gets high. Yeah, like if that shit was like crystal meth or some shit, I'd be like two pounds, scratching my skin and shit, bleeding. Like, mm-hmm. like nah, fuck that, man. I Completionist gene on on cocaine. That would be like yeah. Lynn Bias. Yeah, because of my completionist gene, and you said for the things that you love. Yeah. I can say that I finished um, the games in the Mass Effect series uh, probably a total of 13 times. Right. Because oh. it's, it's that thing. Wow. <laughs> it's that thing, dude. You can't help it, man. Um, All right, man. My last uh, random thought before we uh, move on. Um, well, actually, I have a question for Sherry uh, if, if she's over there. I'm here. Yes. Sherry. Yes. If you came in and you saw Scar playing Mass Effect, uh, right? And he was yep. uh he was a male Commander Shepard. Would you give him the side eye if he had chosen to be gay and you walked in when he was kissing the dude? <laughs> well, if I walk in the room and Scarfinger's playing Master Fate, I'm gonna roll my eyes anyway. <laughs> so I mean, because really, like that's all he damn does. <laughs> um, if he chose a gay character and he was kissing a guy. No, because I know my husband's not gay. And, I mean, he's played this game so many times, and he has played it in so many different perspectives. 
um, you know, so many different ways, roles and stuff that you can use the game for. He's never played as a gay person. So I would think that it was like, oh, okay, so he had, he's expired all of his usage, so he's going to the last resort. All right. And I'd watch. I okay. mean, hold on, wait. Because I, I played Mass Effect, and I've seen the videos of the gay relationship. Right, it's a little them. too easy to fall and fall into the thing with Cortez. And I almost <laughs> did by accident. That was not something I was trying to do. Yo, Mass right. Effect 3 that's, makes that's, people homophobic, dude. Like, that's not fair. <laughs> that shit made me homophobic when I played it, man. Because too much of the double entendres with Cortez are in the fucking game. And they don't do that with every love interest, dude. The shit with Cortez is really like, so, uh... Captain, I'm really worried and nervous about this next mission. Don't worry, Cortez. I'm there for you. I'm like, dudes don't talk like that. (laughs) uh, That's not how. It is like pick one. You know, it's like, do you want to talk about his his husband who just died and and how he's lonely or do you want to or do you and then like the second choice would make you a complete dick so yeah, then the, the second choice would really be like be nice to him and kind and right almost be gay or be an asshole right like, i don't want to be an asshole it's like literally the, the offers are like uh offer him a hand job or tell him go fuck himself and get off your ship like, oh, offer him a hand job. God damn it. <laughs> Don't take this too personal, buddy. But, um, yeah, man, that shit really turned me into a dick to Cortez. Like, I was picking certain choices. Like, every every third choice, I'd say something mean to be like, all right, dude, back off. Like, <laughs> like it was so fucked up, man. But, um, but, yeah, I was just wondering, man, because, like, if you walk downstairs and, you know, uh, Scarfinger is watching Cortez make out with uh, Shepard and has the flashlight on. I can't believe you you would be so oh. cool about that. Like, that's really open-minded of you to do that, Sherry. Well, well, wait a minute. If he has a flashlight in his hand, that's a different that's a different story. Situation. I know, right? Yeah. Um, if I was has- assuming he always has the flashlight on when he's playing Mass Effect. No. Oh, no. okay. No. My bad, guys. My bad. <laughs> Karen, how would you feel if Karen, how would you feel if you walked downstairs and I was watching Cortez and uh and Shepard make out and get ready to get it on? Would you be like, why? Would you wonder anything about why I picked the character to play it that way? Uh, knowing me, unless I was sitting there watching, I probably would walk past the TV like I normally do and not pay that shit no attention. <laughs> And be like, oh, okay, I, I guess no, you... No, I'm assuming you saw it. Don't try to dodge, dodge the question. Okay. You saw it, and I was sitting there like, yeah, Shep. Uh, oh, get, and then we need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to show you who's the who's the commander. I'm be like, hey, I'm be like, um, do 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 I need to get some papers for you, sir? Because uh, obviously I'm not what you want. <laughs> See, because I, I, like, that's the thing. Like, um, I don't know. I think dudes would play, like, the miss, like, the female shepherd. And then, like, make out with one of the chicks. I think dudes would do that. Um, but I wonder if, like, dudes would play the chick and make out with one of the dudes. Or- Some people will, Dave. They have a heavy, heavy completionist gene. Like what you said, they would, wouldn't think twice about it because they may want to just cover every situation. <laughs> How many? I bet Rick Santorum's down there playing Mass Effect with two dudes making out, and his wife comes in, and he's like, it's for the achievement. It's for the achievement. Turn the lights back off. Don't ask why I'm naked. Um, anyway, I thought that was an interesting question to pose to some gamers. Um, cause, uh, I don't know. I never really make those weird choices like that. Um, as far as, uh, how, how I view it because I'm straight, but you know, I wonder if that, if people feel like that says anything. I wonder if gay dudes always play it gay. 
You know what I mean? Or if they play it straight. I don't know. Just a question. But at least now it's a choice. When before it wasn't even an option. All right. Now we have articles to cover. And as always on the Blackout Tips, it's become a favorite section of the show for many people. We're going to play a little Guess the Race. Yes, we are. Are you guys ready to guess the race on some some ratchetness, uh, Scar and Sherry? Sure, Bob. We are ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was was kind of perfect. You've been hanging around my dad a little bit too long. (laughs) Today's contest contestants have been driven here by racist people in taxis. Um, (laughs) You and an all exclusive uh, trip. uh, Everything paid to Zimbabwe. Losers get a one way trip to. Niggers. Yeah. The <laughs> in Detroit, Michigan. Right. Well, Lose. nothing gets done and nothing gets accomplished. Yeah. Losers are sent to, to Detroit, Michigan to uh, hang out with black people and watch watch Pistons games. Um, all right. So this is um, this is just a crazy story, man. And uh, this one, we can only guess the race of the victims because they're the only ones I saw the pictures of. Okay. Um, but apparently, Nicholas Presha and Jeremy Stewart, who are Winter Park teens, were found burned to death on a Florida trail. Damn. Oh, Florida. A passerby horrified uh, when they found, uh, when they were found, uh, or horrifyingly, a parish, a little bit share, how about I hear it today? Yeah. Rewind. So, there we go. We know what happened there. <laughs> a passerby's horrifying find along a Florida trail, the bodies of two teenagers engulfed in flames, has shocked reg- residents and spurred relentless questions about how and why someone killed the close friends. The boys' friends have continued to visit the charred patch of grass along the Caddy Way, Way Trail in Central Florida where the bodies were found Sunday near a wooden bridge. What, police haven't coordinated that off yet? I, see, I know, right? <laughs> Just go by and check. Hey, man, let's go find where our buddy was burned to death. Yeah, man, let's go check it out again. Uh, the area was littered with a bunch of daisies, carnations, and four red roses, and signs paying tribute to the victims, Nicola Pres- Nicholas Pressure, 16, and Jeremy Stewart, 18. It is just horrifying to see how someone with no heart dumped these boys in a ditch, said Tyler Winters, 17, a classmate of Stewart, who visited the site Thursday. Winters was organizing a candlelight vigil to be held Thursday evening at the site. At 6.41 a.m. Sunday, someone following the trail in an unincorporated Orange County, um, or in unincorporated Orange County, just outside Orlando, called 911 to report the macabre scene. I think that's how you pronounce that. Uh, as at first, unsure if it was real. I can't. What? I guess that would trip you out. Yeah, I guess so. You, you was like, I hope these these are some really deformed trees with feet. She's like, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I can't with <laughs> right. I really do. Maybe maybe it's not humans. I can't tell if these two mannequins or if these were two mannequins or two people burning. The caller said the medical examiner office used dental records to identify the remains of the teens. Wow, that means they were burned to a crisp. Yes, they was. That was way worse than Sherry's hand. Uh, Winter Park is a small city, about 28,000 people, just 15 miles out of Sanford, uh, which is 15 miles away from where 17-year-old Trayvon Martin was fatally shot. 
Yeah, why what a random <laughs> Uh-huh. It's like speaking of teens that got killed, and uh, let's, why don't we bring up some other shit in Florida? Um, while officers were processing this, or actually, that might have something to do with why they didn't cordon off the scene. Like maybe the cops just is terrible. They just like, hey, go watch. You can go by the site. We don't care. Yeah, kick the dirt up. We don't care. Yeah, it's like trampling all over the evidence. Yeah, people are like, are these footprints? I don't know. Put some flowers there. Go ahead. <laughs> uh-huh. This looks like a fingerprint to me. That's just some ash. Let me wipe that off for you. Sorry. Didn't mean to get it in your way. While officers were processing the scene where the two boys' bodies were found, another report came in of a small fire near a storage shed in Sun Bay Apartments a short distance away. Police say they believe the two blazes are somehow connected. Officers have identified, um, haven't identified a motive or any suspects and haven't said how the teens were killed. Uh, some residents near where the bodies were found told local media outlets they heard gunshots, but police haven't confirmed that the teens were shot. One of the teens, Prisha, is a son of a retired Orange County Sheriff's Office captain who is now a detective with the state's attorney office for Orange and Osceola, or Osceola, I don't know how you pronounce that, counties, which will ultimately handle any prosecution in the case. Um, so it goes on further, and basically they say that people think that they were killed because they owed $500 for drugs. Wow. $500? They killed him for $500 now? $500, dude. I want to know, is that, because I don't do drugs. Y'all couldn't have went on no payment plan for $500? Damn. Payment plan. I'll pay you $50 a month. I mean, damn. You think that's that's how they died? Was just dude like, I'm going to kill y'all with this $500. Hey, wait a minute. What what if we do twenty five dollars a month? Yes, bi weekly. Or maybe they killed him and then they and then on the way home the, the drug dealers was looking at each other, he's like, Damn dog, we could have just did a payment plan. Yes, and got the money. Now they dead and we didn't get our fucking money. You know, crack let's let's talk interest. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, drug yeah. addicts are good for their credit. They are well known for having good credit. I don't know why we didn't think of that. Um But yeah, man, I just I when I read that I was just like, That's crazy. So Guess the race of the victims, the two teenagers. There's Jeremy Stewart and Nicholas Presha. Uh, and I'll give you a clue. They are of different races. Um, hmm. um, well, Jeremy Stewart sounds white. Okay. And the other name that you said sounds either Polish or Russian. Okay. All right. Now in America, yeah, those, 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 those are both white, white in America. Oh, okay. Well, white. Okay. So you're going with white, even though, you know, that's kind of smart, Sherry, because you have a, like a 50, 50 chance of being right on at least one of them. I kind of, I like, <laughs> I like where you're going with that. I actually like where you're going. What about you, Scar? What, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go white and Latino. White and Latino. Okay. Let's go to the chat room, see what they think. White and Latino, Indian and white, oh. one Twilight fan, one overseas call center worker. JS is black and the other dude is a cracker. Okay. Keeping it old school, I see. Nick is Sarah Palin White. Jeremy is black. Daily Show Watcher. Jer- Earlier, Canuck Duke called them um, uh, white out contents. Or- wow. <laughs> there was something to that effect. All right. Well, the, co- uh, the correct answer. The person who said that Jeremy was uh, black is correct, and Nicholas Pressure, white dude. Mm. It was mm. a it was an interesting tale. 
Um, we also have a tale of, well, we, sometimes we talk about pimping on here. <coughs> and, uh, you know, pimps, real pimps do real things. Everybody, I'm sure everybody recognizes that. Um, but, uh, apparently this one pimp, um, is in trouble right now because, uh, he got arrested. And, um, that's never good for business. Uh, as my, my fucking, when, as my internet. Yeah, that's what's going on here, sir. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, ha, what happened? But, um, <laughs> But yeah, so, uh, we're gonna go ahead and play that story for you guys too, um, so this commercial is over. But yeah, uh, apparently there was a pimp who, uh, was on the run for a long time, and finally the law caught up with him, and, uh, we're gonna go ahead and, uh, break down what's going on with him now. And in other news today, we found this man who Houston police say is a pimp from Denver. They believe he's in town for business because a major convention is set for the end of the month. KHOU 11 News reporter Rux Russell learned this guy has a lot to say. By the way, the sign in the back of the news uh, um, that you know how sometimes when the two anchors there, they have like a green screen behind them and it flashes up like <laughs> titles for the story. Yeah. The title for this one is it's Pimp Pimp Business. business. <laughs> And pimp is spelled like big capitalized letters, huge in red and shit. It's like pimp like business. Seventy-two font. But y'all know I'm innocent of these charges. The girls that did this to me, y'all bogus. Y'all know y'all wrong for lying. Jermaine Wallace, known on the streets as Jello, has a lot on his mind. I had to be heard. I'm glad they got the media here. I hope they don't cut the tapes. We didn't, as U.S. Marshals hauled the wanted fugitive from Colorado into the Harris County Jail. Are you a pimp? No, I'm not. I don't deal with prostitutes. I deal with dancers. That's not against the law. Authorities disagree. <laughs> <laughs> he deal with dancers. His name is Jermaine Jello Wallace. Those out there playing against yeah. the I was thinking, I was like, Jello? Yeah. Photo from Denver, where he was arrested and charged with sexual assault, weapons offenses, and pimping. They say he lived a high life in this mansion with fancy cars and exotic pets. He had a mansion Ooh. and like a pet cheetah and shit. Just a pet cheetah. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Cheetah? Yes. yes. Go get that off a dancing money, dog. Come on, son. That he skipped town, failing to show up for court last month prompting a nationwide manhunt. It started in Colorado. It's gone far as east to Miami, Florida, all the way to Las Vegas, Nevada, and ending here in Houston. Authorities say he came here with four female companions, presumably to set up shop just in time for a major convention. key factor in this deal was uh, looking for those girls. I think if we had found those girls, we knew they, they would lead back to him. And send an alleged pimp known as Jello. I really need y'all to help. I need y'all support. Back to jail. They, might, they said it's a tact that a pimping. In downtown Houston, Rux Russell KHOU. He's talking the entire years. time. Yeah, which is... Oh, did he, oh, he told them girls to beat it. Oh, what is this? UPS is a great I don't know, but... but uh, oh, yeah, UPS, yeah. Okay, shout out to uh, my man, Adjective J. Um, but yeah, uh, that, um, the, we're playing Guess the Race. Uh, come on. We're guessing the race of the pimp. His name, Jermaine, ah! Jermaine Wallace. Uh, I'll start with you first, Sherry. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go black. Okay, going black on this one. Okay, I see. What about you, Scar? What, what race are you going I'm, with? I am going to, um, uh, quote the boondocks. Guilty! Okay, so we got two votes for black. Let's check the chat room. I seen Skillet Fryer earlier. Cosby Kid. 
uh, Tar Baby. Oh, took it back to the to chocolate cake fifties. That sounds good, though. Um, WB Frog, Sad Man from the Apollo Black, Jackson Five <laughs> member, part of Fat Albert's crew, Bitch Wig Pill Backer, he he he. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> nep- nephew of the Popeyes lady. <laughs> God damn. Um, as Sambo Jigger. Uh, correct answer is black. Let's stop before it gets even more racist than that. Correct answer <laughs> oh, is black. Jerry Curl toilet diaper. Oh, Karen. Oh, oh my Karen. bad. I tried to tried to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Maybe I shouldn't read the chat. I'm sorry. Four <laughs> top member. That's a good one. I like that. A woman was mauled over a parking spot by a driver. Oh. Uh, It can be a struggle sometimes finding parking in San Francisco. Uh, Because you know how it is. Everybody uh, from San Francisco area, we've all been through it. People love cheese out there. And uh, they love parking spaces. Everybody says, hey, you go to San Francisco, you watch out for the cheese, and you watch out for the parking spaces, okay? That definitely is the San Francisco treat. Yeah, she got the San Francisco uh, treat, all right. Yes, she did. It can be a real struggle to find parking in San Francisco, but police tonight say one driver bit another over a particular spot. KTV South Castaneda spoke with a woman who suffered some serious injuries, and he joins us now to tell us how this situation escalated. Sal? Well, Heather, I want to show you what happened here. Police say the argument was over a parking spot, that parking spot. When someone was asked to move her car, a woman there who was asked to move her car became angry. Tonight, KTVU has some exclusive look at some of the injuries suffered by the 22-year-old woman who was allegedly the victim of a biting attack over a parking spot. Police say- Now, we're guessing the race of the victim, the victim in this case, all right? All right, here we go. The two women were arguing when one asked the other to move her car because it was partially blocking her driveway. Now, as the confrontation became heated, witnesses say the two women began pushing and shoving, and then one woman began biting the other repeatedly. The biting victim told me she was stunned. But for her to bite me, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why would she bite me. I would not. I wouldn't understand Whoa. why anybody would bite anyone, unless you were hungry. And <laughs> what? <laughs> I ain't that the truth. You ain't got no damn reason biting unless you biting the pork chop. <laughs> All right. I don't really taste that good. I hope not. A lot of bites. So. <laughs> she said, she said I, don't, I don't taste that good. I know it's I, so. I got I got That's some good ignorance. I got to hear that again. But for her to bite me, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why would she bite me. I would not. I wouldn't understand why anybody would bite anyone. Unless you were hungry. And... I don't really taste that good. I hope not. A lot of bites, though. A lot. She bit her a lot of times, and she just was locked. She was just like, the dude, the dude is—he's—he's uh, he's doing mimic- the motion for the camera. Yes, he's mimicking. Uh, only the people in vocal can see this, but he is like. Like a dog chewing on a dog toy. Oh God! Say that. Say that again, Scar. I'm sorry. The dude sounds like Jay from Huff for discussion. <laughs> he does sound a little uh, bit like Jay. 
This was locked. She was just like, ah, She just kept biting her. She just kept, kept biting her. And then she just, and, and my girlfriend, she just was saying she was just like, help. Wait a minute. So, that was your girlfriend and you just watched? Instead of, <laughs> sir. Punching her on the flip side of forehead. Dude sitting there talking to the news like, yeah, it was crazy. She was biting the shit out of her. That's, I was like, girl, you need to stop. <laughs> Police identify the suspect as 32-year-old Sarah Gilliam of San Francisco. Police said she is being charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Police say it's not and uncommon for teeth. people to get into arguments over parking. Yeah, your teeth can count as a deadly weapon. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Shit, them shit's cut. Wow. Okay. They cut her ass. I bet she found out the teeth hurt. Mm. Spots in San Francisco, but even they say for them this is a first. Live in San Francisco, South Castaneda, KTVU, Channel 2 News. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teeth right. hurt. That's why parents need to go on their kids naked to biting them. Bite their asses back. That, just, just stop that shit. This shit hurts. Well, I'm, call, I'm calling the Ottawa on this, okay? There's all the people in this. I'm going to... Everybody from the witness to the victim to the person who did it are all the same race. So that might make it a little easier. So guess the race. Are you guys prepared to play guess the race? Yeah, um, they're black. Okay, so Scar, you going with black? What about you, Sherry? Yeah, I, I, um, I didn't. Um, she walked away. Oh, okay. Um, I, I look. I thought they were white people. I damn sure thought it was white people until they started talking. Right. <laughs> Sherry, you going with black too? Hell yeah! Let me check I'm the chat room. Their voices and their names and say, yeah, they're black. Chat room: black soft shoer, bamboo <laughs> bamboo coon. Which is Chinese for some reason. Hmm. Nigglum. Grapico soda drinkers. Niggas. Hyphy listener. Sharpie eyebrow. Flat booty border bouncer. Mexican versus chicken clugger. Okay. Uh, that's that's way too much to read. Um, let's see. Shoot you over a game of Madden black. That's pretty black. That's pretty black. Steve Harvey size uh, teeth. Grape soda connoisseur. Yeah. Steve Harvey size teeth having ass think like a dog Negroes. <clears throat> um yeah all right well you guys are right great kool-aid lover i see that um yeah they are black everybody walk a flock of supporters that's good um <laughs> all right so yeah everybody involved in the story was black um i don't have a race for this one um i don't think at least i don't think they uh offered up a race for this story but um apparently some some kids were on the bus and uh, they decided that, uh, well, you're here. Brawl on the bus. A Michiana school bus turned into a crime scene. And right now, two kids, elementary students, are facing battery charges. A shocking and bizarre story out of Michigan City. Two young boys, just seven and eight, are accused of savagely beating their school bus driver. Good evening. I'm Krista Fogelson. <laughs> Now am I the only one that when when I heard when I heard like school bus driver, I immediately lost respect for the school bus driver. Yeah. Yeah, like, being a school bus no, driver. Like, ain't if no they joke. were middle school students, I would have been like, mm, maybe. But elementary school students beat up a bus driver? Come on, sir. Right. Savagely. But but my my thing a is crime scene though. My thing is this though. Way the laws are that's so fucked up. Why? Because if she'd have laid a hand on either one of them, it would have been a fucking outrage. But they can beat her to death, though. But isn't there a point of old man strength or old person strength, I guess, 
Well, you're like, I'm not getting my ass with my no fucking seven year old. Yeah, you you know what? That 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 have been one time. I you and, and and the sad part about it is that who knows what's gonna happen to the children because of the age. Right. But like I said, if she would have touched the jacked one of them up, she'd have lost a job. She'd have been jail time on her. Right. So that's the kind of fucked up part about it. But you know, I've been one time like, fuck this. I'm going to have to lose my job. I'm losing my job, dog. Because y'all going to have to learn. You're not going to fuck with me while I'm trying to take your I, bad I ass I home. I don't even have a job where I work with children. I don't even have me, a job yeah, like I, that. I, I, yeah. But, but if two children came like to my job and it was like, take your child to work day. And they tried to ambush me in the break room. I'm just losing my job that day. You're not beating my ass, dog. Go ahead, Sherry. Yeah. Um, to the kids' defense, well, not defense, but, it, you know, they could have been special kids, you know, yeah. sharpest kids, because they have, like, incredible strength. So, ah! <laughs> but that that's true now, Sherry. Yeah, yeah, I feel <laughs> no, you. But yeah, stories that my mom was telling us, right. you know, about her, um, her, her, her getting mom, her beat Her mom up. works with special yeah, kids. Yeah, my mom works with special kids, about, and the know. teachers there are getting practically almost, like, raped and beat up and Damn. stuff, so... Uh, it was just—it was just the way you said "incredible strength," man. Um, oh Jesus! Like, them children be hulking it's not, it up. It's in not them. like she was talking about Superman or some yes. shit. Like, you know, they have incredible with that, strength. With their superpowers, it yeah. just comes out of nowhere. I mean, they, hey, you never know. They can see through walls. <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to do? The assault happened last Friday while the bus was going down Springville Road, and sheriff's deputies actually had to handcuff those kids. ABC 57's Tony Spehar joins us live from the Michigan City Area Schools Bus Depot. And Tony, seven and eight-year-olds, this is actually pretty disturbing. Definitely, Krista. The sheriff's deputy who was called to the scene described it as a melee attack in this police report. And witnesses I talked to today say the kids went wild and it took a handful of adults just to get them under control. Damn. Those kids wilding out. Yeah. Damn. They, they must have ambushed her, like literally, like just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Sherry said they played too much left. No, they can't. They, it can't be an ambush. Look, the cops couldn't handle these kids, dog. Mm-hmm. They had to go uh, full camouflage and do some flanking tactics to get them down. Look, that tased their asses. That teach like that. That little boy was. He didn't care about nothing. When he looked out his window and saw a school bus parked in the lot next to his house on Springville Road, Randy Rohrer didn't think much of it. They parked there all the time. Then a neighbor ran to his door. The bus driver come out of the bus. She's, her face is all red. She's crying. According to the police report, two boys, one seven, one eight, were horsing around when the bus driver told them to settle down. <coughs> they cursed at her, and one tried to get off the bus. When she tried to stop him, he pushed her down, jumped on top of her, and then started beating her. And the other boy joined in. Pulled her hair. Damn, that means they was just fighting each other. They were fucking with. They were they were mad at each other. It was like, yo, let's beat this bitch ass. Yeah, they ganged up and bonded over that shit. Like sitting, they were sitting around later drinking the Monster Energy drink together, sharing it. Like, then when we beat that old bitch's ass. And, and, yeah. I, and I wonder, does this school bus have cameras? Because now a lot of school buses now, yeah. public school buses now, literally have cameras in them just for shit yep. like this, so so that they have proof that stuff happens. Yeah. Yep. And in yeah. a school system here, they had them in the ca- they had them in the buses, but there was only a certain amount of cameras. So it was like they were it's like this little box, and there could or there could not be a camera in there. Damn! So you were just supposed to act right, uh, you know, depending on <laughs> you know, you never know whether it was actually there or wow. not. Wow! Times are here all over the 
bus where he had pulled her hair out. Her face was all red from him punching her. Two adult bus monitors were trying to calm the boys down. So I walked out there to see if uh, there was anything I could do to help. And it turns out they really needed his help. He says when he got out here, three adults who were on the bus were still struggling to get the seven and eight-year-olds under control. Damn. <laughs> These children did not get their asses whooped. It was, it was like, get your hands off of me. They that probably bitch, beat their parents. That bitch don't talk to me like that. I am seven. I've been through too much shit to let people talk to me like this at seven years old. <laughs> but you can't and multiply the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> you gonna respect me, okay? I'm this seven. Why I have kids. I will kick you in the fucking face. What are we talking about here? <laughs> I just learned how to write in cursive. I just learned how to spell my name. <laughs> and you gonna play? You gonna try to play me like this? We went to help the other monitor control the other one. I tried to hold him like, you know, just holding his shoulders down, but. Like I said, he was a powerful little boy. He'd get voice and voice, and then I told him I was going to set on him. They got the kids under control, and then LaPorte County Sheriff's deputies arrived. When the cops got there, he, got, he tried to fight the cop when he put, tried to put the handcuff on. He kept pulling his arm away. And when they did cuff him... His hands was behind his back, and he leaned against the squad guard, scratched it all the way down the side of the squad guard when they came to the squad guard. What well, are these children fucking high? little boy. What, Gary? What are these children high? Your kids was on that Rodney King, son. They was on some powerful ass pissy sticks. <laughs> was on pissy. Uh, this is why we don't give kids, uh, you know, we want to take yeah. the sugar out of the vending machines, Karen. I don't know. These kids nowadays are something else. <laughs> the bus driver complained of face and neck pain, but we don't know the full extent of her injuries. The two boys are facing battery charges and have court dates set in May. Live in Michigan. Damn. Ah. Yeah, he took that kids ass. Kids grow up to be assholes. Them little kids was on, they were just snorting rage virus or some shit. Like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> I, think, I think those kids are already assholes now. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think that's a, I don't think they're going to grow up to be assholes. I think they have made it uh, to asshole land. Now, this article I thought would be interesting. It's just random that I found it, but um, I thought it would be interesting to, to Sherry and uh, Scar because they recently had a podcast about this where they talked about Twitter and how it can be kind of addicting, you know, if you don't watch it. So there's been a study going on, and the findings are Twitter is harder to resist than cigarettes and alcohol. Oh. Wow. Not surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised either, man. Honestly, because people I'm do not. do get a high off. I mean, because it is kind of a high, because for the first time you can put your thoughts, your ideas out there. You don't have to keep to yourself anymore. Like you can be alone, but not alone at the same time. If that makes sense, like there's always somebody on Facebook. There's always somebody on Twitter. Regardless of what time of day or night you're up, you always have somebody to interact with. And I think it gives people a voice that never really thought they ever had a voice before. And people like yep. the attention. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, it says here, tweeting or checking emails may be harder to resist than cigarettes and alcohol, according to researchers who tried to measure how well people could resist their desires. They even claim that while sleep and sex may be stronger urges, people are more likely to give it up to give in to longings or cravings to use social and other media. 
And I also wonder if that's also because it's so easy too. Yes, it's on your phone, it's on your computers, you know, every everything everything has an app now. You it's an app for this, an app for that, an app for this. So they make it very, very convenient to be on it at all times. Uh I know for me personally, it's just periods of time where I'm just doing so much shit I can't get on for long periods of time sometimes. Yeah. Then it's times where I get on a lot, it just depends. Yeah. Well, I, you know, plus, I mean, having sex is more difficult than picking up your iPhone, I think. It really is. All jokes <laughs> aside, all I got to do is touch the screen and I'm typing. Yeah. You know, we got sex. It's, it's, it's more to yeah. it than that. It's all sorts of things involved and you got to get these pulleys yeah. and whips and yeah, doors and stuff. Yeah, you're sweating and all kinds of shit. I don't sweat when I tweet. If I do, something, something's wrong. Right. Hmm. Except for that one time Charles Oakley, uh, I, I accidentally threatened, uh, got it, pissed him off. Yeah, you The only time I was tweeting and sweating. (laughs) Um, A team headed by Wilhelm Hoffman of Chicago University's Booth Business School says their experiment using blackberries to gauge the willpower of 205 people aged between 18 and 85. They need a bigger pool of people. In and around the German city of Würzburg is the first to monitor such responses in the wild outside of a laboratory. The results will soon be published in the Journal of Psychological Science. Oh, so so we we consider animals in the wild? Yeah, Karen. Twitter is the wild. Have you seen black Twitter? It's crazy. <laughs> the, the participants were signaled seven times a day uh, for about 14 hours for seven consecutive days so they could message back whether they were experiencing a desire at that moment or had experienced one within the last 30 minutes. What type it was, the strength up to irresistible, whether it conflicted with other desires or whether they resisted or went along with it. There were 10,558 responses and 7,827 desire episodes reported. Modern life is a welter of assorted desires marked by frequent conflict and resistance, the latter with uneven success, said Hoffman, who is way too smart to be quoted in this article. Um, sleep, ah. sleep and leisure were the most problematic desires, suggesting pervasive tension between natural inclinations to rest and relax and the multitude of work and other obligations. Uh, the researchers found that as the day wore on, willpower became lower. Their paper, their paper says the highest self-control failure rates were recorded with media. So that means, you know, social media. Resisting the desire to work was likewise prone to fail. In contrast, people were relatively successful at resisting sports inclinations, sexual urges, and spending impulses. Wow. So people would rather tweet than watch sports, have sex, and spend money. Because it's easier. People fail to realize it is very, very, very easy to tweet Facebook do the do Tumblr. It is really, really, really simple. All this other shit, A, requires money. You know, you already paid for the phone. You already paid for the apps. It requires money. It requires time. It requires energy. It takes energy to fuck. Then you want to have a nap. Right. I, I don't <laughs> have to do that before I tweet. I just pick it up, tweet. That's it. And, you know, all the, all the other activities aren't there. Yeah. I'm a, um, <laughs> I fall straight into that study or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. um <laughs> i'm telling y'all it is 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 really really bad it gets re- well you know for me it gets really really bad i fall asleep with my phone in my hand it's so bad 
when, you know, when you turn over or, you know, readjust yourself or whatever in the middle of the night, I click the button and I check Twitter or my texts or Facebook or whatever, and then I read it half asked and then i'm like okay and then i flip over and mm. keep keep going um at work they just made a rule at work where we cannot have our phones out at all i have to keep my phone in my purse yeah i step away um you know every three minutes literally to check my phone it, it's really bad and you know and when i went through that phase or you know a couple a month ago or whatever when i was off of everything for I think it was a total of five or six weeks. Mm. It killed me. I, f- I mean, I was like, it was like I was, I had the shakes or something. Like it was bad. Like I didn't have my phone at all. I kept reaching for my phone to like do the motions to check. Phone wasn't even in my hand or anything. I mean, I would like scroll through just to pretend that I had my shit with me. Wow. It's, it's that serious. It is that. So bad. you were like miming having your phone? Yes. Yes, and, and when know, I didn't have my phone, it was nowhere near me. I deliberately kept my phone in my in my drawer on purpose to keep it away from me. It was not, it was never off because that's my only you know phone that I have. We don't have a house phone, mm-hmm. so I never shut it off. But I turned it like on silence, um, and I would be, I, you know, I'd be out here sitting watching TV with Scar or doing you know more activities as a family without my phone, and I would have to mimic me using my mm. phone in order for me to and, be okay and not go crazy. And you know what, Sherry, I truth be told, you're probably, I can guarantee you're not the only one. And it wouldn't surprise me within the next five years, they have Twitter anonymous, Facebook anonymous, you know, where people go in and they go through, <laughs> for, literally they go through recovery. Social media. Anonymous. Yes. They go through literally to, to get people from, you know, destroying their house, destroying their homes, not going to work, you know, or, or being not as productive at work because they're constantly on social media. Yeah, I wonder what that mean would be like, you know, like, hi, my name is Rod. Hi, Rod. And, uh, <laughs> Social media destroyed my life in several ways. First, I stopped going to work. And uh, after that, I lost uh, I lost my wife because I wouldn't go to any of the kids' games. I just ah! stay at home and tweet all day. Because mm-hmm. not only that, some and, people are uh, addicted to the Internet, too. It cost, uh, it cost me my sex life because Uh-oh. I would only hit it from the back so I could rest my phone on her ass. And <laughs> then I could kind of tweet. <laughs> I would and I would only tweet things like, "Oh my God, this sex is so good," but it was only okay. I was lying to impress everybody. I was in denial. <laughs> Nigga, you in here for some Twitter, right? Have you ever licked tank for Facebook, right? <laughs> <laughs> you ever suck a dick for MySpace? That's right. I've been in here since two thousand. Have you ever put a booty pic on Tumblr? What is we talking about here, son? It's for Friendster. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder, man. The social media anonymous, dude. I think it's gonna happen. I think Karen is absolutely onto something, mm-hmm. man. Because it is very, very, now, very addictive. How, now, Sherry, how was it the six weeks off? Like, did it ever like kind of the urge go away, or was it just like one of those like, why the fuck am I doing this? Let me get my phone back. This is stupid. What? Like what? Like how did it end? And like you know, where are you with it now? Are you still at the same level you were before and all that stuff? Um, I don't think I'm at the same level, but Scar might differ. Liar. Yeah, see? So she's already uh, back to what she was, Scar? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't have my phone with me now. Um, you Surprise. know, but my iPod is right here. No, but seriously, I, 
I was away from it for too long. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. So I thought I could gradually get back into it. Um, mm. you know, and I limited myself and I really and truly did at first. I limited myself. Um, but now it really, you know, I, I don't tweet as much as I did because y'all know I used to tweet every single thought of every single day that I had. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't do that anymore, but I do check it. I read stuff, um, you know, text and everything. It's, it's, let, let me tell you, okay, before we had to put our phones away, I had my best friend, she sat beside me, you know, at work. She's, her desk is beside mine, and then a couple other girls are two rows down. We would be texting each other at work. <laughs> right that's how that's how bad it and like even my best friend is on twitter i would be we would tweet back and forth Mm. so it's that serious um but you know and of course we stopped doing that because we can't have our phones out we got to put them away um which makes sense you know where we work so now do you do y'all talk though like oh yeah y'all say the same thing y'all would have said but you know yeah, we'll pick up the we'll pick up the office phone. Okay, so and, then, and when she says something funny, do you just say out loud, "LOL"? <laughs> you know, oh my god, I did that one day. I was somewhere. <laughs> I can't remember. I was at a restaurant or something, and I I was just being funny though. We were, I think it was uh, with you, Scar, either Trisha or somebody, and we were talking, and I was like, "LOL," and she was like, and whoever <laughs> I was with was like, "No, you did not just do that." <laughs> like, no, I just did that either. <laughs> But it's it's crazy, and it's even like um in my text you'll see like the I'll do like the pound and whatever you know like yeah pound, like hashtag whatever. yeah like the hashtag and stuff in my text it's like it's it's all over the place it's crazy but you know it's fine if they ever have those anonymous meetings or whatever I would go I don't know if if if, work, if somebody's you know. smart literally if somebody's smart they would get on they would get to doing that because it is extremely addictive I know. For um, me personally, uh, I try to be aware of how much I'm on them. I'm on them a lot. Uh, and then there's periods of times where me and Roger do stuff and I just don't get on uh, because you actually need a break and you need to be in reality. Uh, yeah. and, and sometimes I think Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr, this is a lot of people's reality because it's sad, but a lot of people are socially awkward. And whenever they get on these social media forms, they don't have to deal with that part of, of them. Right. They could make up these personas. And even and some people don't. They, they still are who they are, but it's just for the fact that I don't have to look you in your eye. I, you don't have to see me sweating because I'm nervous. You know, you, I, you, I don't have to, to deal with all the yeah, interactions. I knew, some, I knew something on. was uh, that it was kind of weird to people um, that I was able to be funny on Twitter and funny on like message boards and stuff back in the day. But you're um, funny in real life. Yeah, but that was the thing. Okay. People would meet me and be like, I'm, I'm surprised that you're so funny and stuff. And I'd be like, but you talk to me like, like, you know, like even the concept where I'll hear people say like, well, I'm one way on social media, but I'm this way in real life. And I'm like, but why aren't you, wouldn't you just be that way all, all the, the time? time? Like if you yeah, before. were always ranting on social media, I assume when I meet you in real mm-hmm. life, I'm like, man, that motherfucker's angry as shit. No. But, uh, I, you know, I found out over the years, like that's definitely something that's different about me, uh, compared to a lot of people is mm-hmm. like. I, I don't. I'm not socially awkward. I, I'm a little bit introverted, where I don't just meet and talk to everybody. Uh, but 
yeah it, it was just weird to me like i just assumed everybody was kind of the same but yeah it's definitely something about social media that people find more free free yeah and i think for a lot of people so they won't stab or kill or cut somebody they'll go to the social medias to vent their anger right about certain situations and yeah. about people around them uh so they a lot of times people use it as a put it this instead of they use social media to run away from reality. Some people do it. Well, in all fairness, when I first met Star and Sherry, it was they were arguing on Twitter. And then I listened to their podcast, and they was arguing. And I was like, oh, well, they seem pretty cool to me. They, seem, <laughs> they keeping it real. <laughs> like, Sounds about right. We're, like I, no, were we arguing because I was on Twitter? Uh, no, it was long ago, like maybe <laughs> back in the day. I can't remember what it was, but it was just some like ridiculous like well motherfucker i'm downstairs anyway or something i was like <laughs> like, was like who is this couple i want to know more about them yeah we've, like, we've done we used to do that a lot and then it kind of stopped <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a good look that it stopped and i i take all the credit for that because that was after y'all came on the show no, all right no just because it stopped on twitter don't mean that it stopped completely well i one step at a time sir one step yeah. at a time um, when people, this is back to guess the race, guys. When people attribute someone's untimely death to a Coke overdose, they're usually not talking about the world's most popular soda. But experts in New Zealand say Natasha Harris, a her two gallon a day Coca Cola consumption habit, probably two gallon, two gallons, god <laughs> damn, dog. I mean, I drink a half gallon of Crystal Light a day, and I'm like, that's that's a bit much. Two gallons a day, probably, quote unquote, contributed to her death. <laughs> Maybe you was know. her kid? Did she have kidney failure? But she had that diabetes. Come on. The soda company responded to the alleged connection by noting that even water consumption can be fatal in excessive amounts. Cause you know how two gallons of water kills people all the time, you know. You, you, don't you don't you hate when you hear that? Like, yo, what happened to uh, what happened to your brother, Scar? He had a water overdose, dog. Yeah, man. You, you uh, hear that water taking him out? I came to the house, man. And he was just uh, surrounded by water, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't stop drinking it. And I said, "Get up, Jimmy, get up!" And he, he didn't respond. He took another sip. I took another sale on, man. So you ain't here for some water. You know what I'm saying? The first thing she would do in the morning was to have a drink of Coke beside her bed. And the last thing she would do at night was have a drink of Coke. Said Harris's partner, Chris Hodgkinson, uh, in a disposition. She was addicted to Coke. Yes, Coca-Cola used to have real Coke in it back in the day. Don't act like people forgot that shit, Coca-Cola. I just, I can't. Why? Why did he have to say she was addicted to coke? Why? You're in a deposition, sir. (laughs) I think he was just like, yo, I get to say this shit. He was. I'm gonna say it. He was like, yo, yo, I get to say this shit and not and not be an asshole, right? I'm totally gonna say this, and it's gonna be the most awesome moment of my life. He's like, "Ah." you know what, man? I might have lost the love of my life. But it ain't every day you get to go in a courtroom full of people and say somebody's addicted to Coke and be talking about soda. I think that's the truth. Hodgkinson <laughs> testified that Harris drank between 2.1 gallons and 2.6 gallons of Coke every day. Ooh. So, like, I wonder, like, I wonder how many gallons is in a two liter. Like, somebody do the math on that shit. Because is that like two, like a couple two liters a day or something? 
Because a gallon of milk and a two liter are kind of like close, similar in size, right? A, a, a gallon of milk is that jug. That's a that shit. No, that's a, a lot. A, a two liter is closer to a half gallon, right? No. I don't know. I, somebody in the chat room do the math, man. I, I'll check the chat room in a second. Uh, the 30-year-old Harris died of a heart attack in February 2010. According to New Zealand's Fairfax Media, uh, pathologist Dr. Dan Morton testified on Thursday that Harris likely suffered from hypokalemia which is low potassium levels which he believes are caused by overall poor nutrition including the unusually high levels of coke consumption though in fairness to the soda manufacturer it was also revealed that harris made other questionable health choices before her death including smoking and reported 30 cigarettes a day she was she was taking herself on the death train wouldn't she Sounds to me like she need to pick up a smartphone and get on Twitter. Hell yeah! Replace some, replace some, some social media addiction with some of this bullshit she was on. Um, really? So, so are we certain that the coke is what did it? I mean, right? Dirty it's cigarettes like, it's a like, day. It's like how people were tripping when they um, found out the cause of death with uh, with Whitney, yeah. and it was like, yeah, she had coke in the system and heart failure and all of this other stuff, and like nobody ever thinks about the heart problems. Right, right. So could it have been something else? Or you just wanted to say she had a coke addiction, so you blame it on that? Yeah, because they were. Yeah, exactly. And question: How many cigarettes is in the pack? Twenty. I think. Well, damn, she smoked what, a pack and a half? Yeah, a pack and a half a day. Woo! Um, she also had toxic levels of caffeine in her blood. Yeah, toxic <laughs> levels of toxic. cigarettes. I I didn't know that was a such thing. Jeez. There's no, there's, it's not clear if those levels came exclusively from Coke or from a combination of other sources. Uh, a spokeswoman for Coca-Cola Oceania uh, defended the safety of her company's products in a statement we concur with the information shared by the coroner's office that the grossly excessive ingestion of any food product, including water, over a short period of time with inadequate consumption of essential nutrients and the failure to seek appropriate medical intervention when needed can be dramatically symptomatic. This woman didn't give a damn about her body at all. Yeah, she experienced high blood pressure for months leading up to her death. She, uh, Hodgkinson, her, her, her lover, called the emergency services and tried mouth-to-mouth resuscitation but after receiving a contact high in caffeine, uh, he was uh, not able to revive Harris after she collapsed in his home. So High yeah. blood pressure? I, Come on oh, now. Wait, let me ask you a new question. It's a new question. All right. Where the fuck does she work? Because you, you, you would imagine how much she would have to pee. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a lot of liquid. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. It it seems so, like, uh, just unseemly, dude. Like, it's kind of a whack way to die, too. Like, how you, you go to heaven, it's like, what happened to you? I just couldn't stop drinking Coke, man. Um, um, Gluttony is a sin. Oh, yeah, you're right. So you go to hell, and the devil's like, what happened to you? Because I'm assuming that, you know, he doesn't say it all calm and shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, the Coke, Coke was too good, man. They shouldn't have never made that new formula, dude. I, the Coke Zero, I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> the, the, look, the devil looks at the list as like, damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, guess the race of the lady who died from Coke overdose. She's white. Going with white. What about you, Sherry? Um, she said white. Okay. Let's go to the chat room. Uh, can't call it. 
Did did you do lover? Kangaroo Shadow Chomper, Kangaroo ke- Keeper, Snowball, Kangaroo Pouch Riding Cracker. Wow. Ah, ice skating ah. enthusiast white um yeah correct answer is white that's right somebody said they saw the pick well that's cheating why are you cheating yourself out of having fun it's like cheating at words with friends it's like i don't want to i don't want i just want to be right i don't want to have fun playing against the race maybe that's, i had to i was losing right I, like like they really I was down by 50 i just don't want to get that last place and have to go to detroit um, <laughs> Uh, I thought this story was just funny, man. Apparently, uh, two black dudes are suing the Bachelor uh, TV reality show for being racist. They said they wanted to, uh, they went to get uh, to like a tryout, and uh, they told them, "Nah, you, 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 you good." <laughs> it was like. Ow. Uh, we're not gonna be casting any brothers for The Bachelor this year, so uh. This isn't called Black Bachelor, it's called The Bachelor. Yeah, uh, they said white applicants were given far more time and consideration during the interview process. <laughs> I only wanted a fair shot at the part, said the soft spoken Clay Brooks, a 39 year old college graduate, an electric company meter reader who owns several small businesses. I'm looking, looking back at it, how, at how I was treated at the casting call last year, it was clear that that wasn't possible. I never even had a chance. So, yeah, you know what I say, though? I, I've seen the player. No, son. <laughs> you say you saw him? Uh, no, I saw the, that, the, the reality show. show. The oh, player, yeah, yeah, the player. yeah. The, the player was, my, was the last straw with reality. No, we watched The Swan. That was after. Oh, the, that thing that came on Sci-Fi. That um that weird shit. That was all after the player. Yeah, with the fucking vampire dude. Yeah, yeah, that, oh. was, that was awesome. But, yeah, that was, don't be lying to these folks. Well, they said uh, after 23 seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, neither show has... 23 seasons? Goddamn. How long that show been on the air? 10 years, but remember, (laughs) there's a Bachelor and then a Bachelorette, and then sometimes they do two in one year. Oh, okay. It was the reality show. They say it has... Neither show has featured a single person of color in the central role, so they never had a black Bachelor or black Bachelorette picking from, you know, the guys or the girls. Um, it, it features 25 respective brides competing for the heart of a single guy. The gender role reverse is in it. Uh, the gender roles reverse in the sister show, The Bachelorette. Both shows have come under fire in recent years for not having enough diversity. The lawsuit blames Michael Fleiss, the creator of the shows, as well as ABC, Warner Horizon Television, Next Entertainment, and NZK um, Productions. Calls and emails to Fleiss's publicist and the email to ABC. Of course, they weren't returned. Like they don't give a fuck about these niggas. <laughs> like why they? Why they acting like? That's why they're, they're like we ain't been on twenty three seasons for nothing. We know what we're doing. Yeah, the only thing I thought was foul and why they might get some money was that like supposedly during the interview process, they basically told the brothers no, no go. And then it proceeded to interview the white people. And Instead that, of just letting them go through the process yeah, and not even just dismissing them. Let them try out and then just say they suck. And you then, know what? I'd, I'd, rather somebody was, I'd rather somebody just tell me, yeah, um, 
this ain't gonna go well for you. You might as well just go ahead to the crib. Right. All right, cool. Like I'd rather you just tell me up front instead of like giving me the giving me the affirmative action treatment and have me go through all of this shit for no reason. But you're not the dude that's gonna sue. I'm nope. thinking I'm thinking from the company's perspective. That's right. Like, like I'm not thinking from my perspective. Of course mm-hmm. I'd rather just go home and save my time, but I also wouldn't sue. But uh if I'm protecting myself if i'm the legal department for these motherfuckers i'm like, like hey, y'all better interview these y'all folks. better give these dudes a trial and then not call them back like i don't care if you want to be racist but we ain't confirming no racism around here we ain't got money to throw away for no bullshit the mother of a slain oklahoma city man said her son who was born a dwarf was no match for the near six-foot woman who killed him God damn. oh <laughs> Apparently in a fit of anger. Oh my god, that had to be the best to watch. Don't forget, oh. still playing Guess the Race. <laughs> that had to be the best to watch. Clara Ann Blocker, 40, pleaded guilty Tuesday in Cleveland County District Court to using a crystal ball. <laughs> wow. And and a DVD player. <laughs> Damn, she played the soundtrack and... I know. Oh, she played the soundtrack and then beat it with the player. <laughs> to be Eric, to, to be Eric Scott Saxton, forty-one to death. Blocker was sentenced wow. to life in prison on a first-degree murder count in September 2010. Slaying Saxton was a little man with a big heart. His heart was, <laughs> his heart was kind and open, and he. Wouldn't have war- and he wouldn't have warranted an attack, said Juanita Saxton to Schindorf, uh, who came to Rochester, New York for blocker sentencing. Saxton was four feet five inches tall. That's short. Oh my god. Yeah. She ain't want yes, no I'm taller than that. That's not good. She ain't want no short, short man. And he was par- par- a short, short man. And he was partially paralyzed on his left side. Damn. Blocker, who was five foot eleven, initially told police detectives she wouldn't have done anything to hurt Saxon because he's a little person. She later confessed. So, like that, you know, that's bullshit. Because, like, literally, they're looking at the crime scene. There's a DVD player that's bloody. There's a crystal ball uh, like laying in the dude's skull. She's like, "Why would I even do that? He's a short man." Yo, what the fuck did he do that makes you mad enough to beat a nigga with a with a crystal ball and a DVD player? Yeah, like that that is what that is what I would love. That's to a see. crime of what passion. Did, what yeah, the fuck did he you know do? what? I bet you they was she was watching probably the Scooby Doo version with the voodoo or something like that, and he walked in and she was like, "Fuck it, I'm trying to rub my crystal ball. I'm trying to get into the Scooby Doo. You pissing me off." She just cracked him upside the head. I guess she thought Scooby Doo in the game was gonna solve the mystery. <laughs> and then uh, oh. shout out to all my Harry Potter people. She was beating them time on some Leviosa. Or you gonna say something, Sherry? I'm sorry. Oh no, you're fine. I was gonna say, you know, maybe he got a little offended because she got a little bit happy when she was watching Willy Wonka, and you know he might have said something to her as far as being a giant or something, and then they got into it, and that happened from there. Uh, let's see. It says she was homeless. And had been staying with Saxon temporarily when the killing occurred. Blocker told prote- wow. she told detectives the two of them had been drinking vodka when they argued. <laughs> she gave no fucks. Like there, there, there were no fucks that belonged to her in this whole situation. She grabbed a crystal ball off of a nightstand and hit him in the head, and then she stopped playing. She uh, hit pause on the Willows DVD 
and unplug the DVD player and continue to hit him. She never explained what they had been fighting about. <laughs> Does it even matter? They might have been fighting about the movie. Yeah. Right. Wait a minute. You said the the Willows. Willow. Yeah. You know. Willow. They were really watching Willow. No. Um. I'm no. I, 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 I add things I'm, to the. To I'm, the pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Warwick Davis felt that shit. So. <laughs> I was just saying because if, if they was really watching Willow, you know that's it right there. Blocker called nine one one, but Saxon died of his injuries at an Oklahoma City hospital a short time later. Tashindor said her son struggled throughout life with his physical problems. As a baby, he spent months in the hospital before doctors finally diagnosed him as a hydrocephalic? Cephalic? No, no. As he got older, he suffered from seizures, had eye problems, surgery on a brain cyst. In 1975, left him partially paralyzed. Through it all, he remained cheerful and well-adjusted. So many times, Eric showed us miracles of survival as he overcame one problem after another. He was our strength. I never imagined his life would end like that. Well, come on. No one could imagine Crystal Ball DVD player combo. I don't even think that shit is in Clue. You know? The crystal ball is one thing. How the fuck you beat somebody to death with a DVD player? Like, this is something that I I'm mean, still trying to wrap small, my head around. I mean, you were small. The DVD player, you know, he, you can get momentum. They don't weigh nothing I mean, now. it's still a person. How do you yeah. beat a person to death but with a like DVD the, player? It's like the tea bat we got underneath the bed. You know, you get momentum when you crack somebody. As, you, know what's, you know what's funny? Like, as he's dying, you know he's thinking like, a, a DVD player for real. <laughs> That's how I'm dying, dog. Uh, he was like, "You could have just hit balls." <laughs> why? Well, I'm trying to figure out what. Why? Why do you just have what? What kind of? Why do you just have a crystal ball chilling on your nightstand? Um, your mom has a crystal ball on her dresser. Mm. She does. Yes. How do you know? I've seen it. Oh, 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 oh. Someone's been in the bedroom, huh? Anything you'd like to talk about, uh, Scar, before Sherry goes against that DVD player on your ass? No comment. Okay. Man beating to death with Xbox. We'll be reading it next week. <laughs> the controller. Uh, sentence, uh, the judge sentenced Blocker to life with the possibility of parole. Blocker will have to serve 85% of a life sentence before being eligible to, for release. A life sentence is considered to be 37 years under... St- what? Ma'am? What? How is a life sentence 37 years? What? That doesn't... Wow. Whose life? When was this life sentence created? Back in the fucking <laughs> pilgrimage days? <laughs> The fuck? That shit was ruled on by Merlin and then. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, here in the wild frontier, a man's lucky to live to 30 years old with all the bears and the Chickasaw Indians after us. Why don't we just say that's a life sentence? And they just kept it forever. Um, Tashindo said she was satisfied with the sentencing, but was surprised at how quick the court proceeding was over. What did she want it to last longer? I took five days off. It was over in five minutes. I know. Now I can't go back to work. She said, uh, actually says it was, it was over in five minutes. It's a long way to come for that. So I guess I was right. But I just felt like I had to be here. Tashindo said she's come to grips with her son's death by remembering the good times they shared, even though they were short. I remember the times. Ah, Just like him. I remember the times we laughed so hard our stomachs hurt. The birthday candles that lit up his face as he blew them out. The times that I tossed them across the room. The movies we, (laughs) the movies we watched together. Movies like. Leprechaun. (laughs) Leprechaun in the hood. (laughs) I remember when we used to sit and listen to Too Short. 
hope, <laughs> I hope she wow. doesn't. I hope his, uh, his, I hope his mom never hears this. Uh, the meals we shared, it was a small world after all. The joy of, <laughs> the, jo- the joy of putting him to bed tonight when he, the joy of putting him to bed at night when he was little and putting him to bed at night when he was little but he was older. <laughs> These are the memories I will keep in my heart now and for always, she Hold said. Hold up, son. Um, check the chat. There is a leprechaun back to the hood. Wow. I Why? know there was one in space. <clears throat> Why? There was a leprechaun in space. But there's a leprechaun back in the... Oh, son, I have to see this. Uh, Turn Netflix cube. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but that shit is... One of that's on Instant Watch. <laughs> um, here's here's a, a funny article. I'm not reading the whole thing. I've already read some of it, but... um. Apparently, the police figured out that the CVS robberies were an inside job and three suspects were arrested. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three people that were arrested, Fenton Graham, 35, his girlfriend, 29-year-old Michelle Allison, and the girlfriend's father, 53-year-old Michael Cook. I don't have any races to guess in this one, uh, but this is just uh, funny to me. The first robbery took place February 6th, around 2.50 a.m. The second one, February 13th, around 1.30 a.m. Uh, in the first incident, Michael Cook entered CVS, acknowledged Graham and another employee, <laughs> then pulled out a handgun. <laughs> like, if you're gonna, if I set up an inside robbery, hey man, don't come in and speak to me. Like, how you gonna wow. come in and be like, yo, Mike, sup? Chilling? Hey man, I'm gonna rob you. Okay, um, let me get the money. Uh, the other employee was a 39 year old man. He hit him in the face with the gun. <laughs> I know he's like, why? If it was an inside job, why did I have to get hit? Uh, he didn't, ordered, he didn't know about the plan. He ordered Graham to top the employee and place the money in the register into a duffel bag, right? So Cook left CVS on foot with the undisclosed amount of cash. The injured employee was taken to the hospital with a laceration on his mouth. He returned to the store a week later, this time posing as a customer before pulling out a handgun, demanding cash. He again fled on foot with an undisclosed amount of cash that was seen getting into a car, right? Detectives noticed that Graham was present in both robberies and they became suspicious after the surveillance video showed that Graham carried the bag of money outside to cook after he forgot it. Oh. <clears throat> Why? 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 Eh. So yeah, conspiracy, conspiracy to commit robbery. What a dumbass. What a dumbass. Um, apparently there's an app on the iPhone that had to get taken down from the app store. Have Uh-oh. you guys heard about, um, this app called, um, Girls Around Me? No. It's a creepy geolocation app that allows you to stalk and find personal information about the girls in your neighborhood without their knowledge. What? See, see, this is the bullshit I be talking about. That's why I be blocking everything. Everybody be like, we want your location. Fuck that. Uh, it's been pulled from the app store. It's unknown at this point whether Apple yanked the controversial app in direct response to controversy sparked, uh, by, uh, an- another report on the app or whether developers pulled it because <laughs> Foursquare had revoked girls around me API access. <laughs> so, so Foursquare so they was, were, they were, they were, they were data mining Foursquare. Yeah. So, so that you could stalk chicks. And I told women about this online whenever I see like, Going to uh the grocery store, or I'm I'm here at the uh lingerie shoot. I'm like, I wouldn't report that if I was. Stalkers are real. 
Again, in response to their report, effectively making the app useless. As of writing, as of writing, Apple has not commented on the fate of girls around me. However, Foursquare came out against the app in a public statement, saying that the app had violated terms of the API policies and they would no longer support it. Facebook has also commented on the mo- matter uh, to Cult of Mac, that's the website, reminding users that adjusting their privacy settings accordingly will stop these apps from stalking you before they start. And this is why I said you shouldn't have to opt out. You should have to opt in the fucking stuff that finds your location. Because a lot of people, they, they're not tech savvy. They just hop on shit. They don't read the settings. They don't read the, the privacy stuff. And before you know it, you're riding down the street. Somebody hit you up on Facebook. Oh, you're around the corner from me. I am. How'd you know? Because you just posted it. Uh, and, uh, the app developer is saying they actually were the ones who pulled it. So, yeah, I don't believe that. Clay Aiken. Yeah, yeah. The, the, when you turn on this app, it totally plays "Invisible" by Clay Aiken. <laughs> I, I thought it would play uh, "Every Step You Take, Every Move You Make." I'll be watching you. Then play the line of Richard. I'm telling you. Have you ever heard that song by Clay Aiken? Nah, no, man, I don't really no, listen to play. The course of that shit is like, if I was invisible, I would just watch you in your room. Ew. Oh, yeah. no, it play, it, it play, it plays that <laughs> line of Richard. It says, "Hello, <laughs> is it me you're looking for?" <laughs> no, nigga, no. Um. All right, an unemployed man, an unemployed man in Austria almost died after sawing off his own foot and tossing it into a stove so he could keep his jobless benefits. Uh, Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, man. He, did he just see roots? <laughs> right. Oh, come on, son. He just I watched. Was least, I was gonna, I was gonna say saw. God damn. No. <laughs> I took it back. I don't know. <laughs> sure, I took it way back. Well, he's about to go to. He's about to go to court, man. I, I doubt he's gonna have a leg to stand on. Um, hey, well, Hans Earl. He'll have a leg, just not a foot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you give him a foot. They, you know, they take a mile with these benefits. Uh, Hans Earl, uh, fifty-six, had just learned that his benefits could be slashed, like his feet. If he did not accept, <laughs> if he did not accept work found for him and was scheduled for a medical exam later Monday to determine if he was physically fit for work, you that fucking lazy. Oh. You know he's late. You know he's lazy because he waited till the day of and shit of the exam. <laughs> like get it over early with early man. After his wife and son left the house, Earl positioned his left leg against an electric saw in the boiler room and severed his foot above the ankle. Tossing it in a wood stove to make sure doctors could not reattach it to his leg. Uh, did you not think nobody was gonna do? Oh, oh, honey, I think the baked foot is ready. This makes no fucking sense. <laughs> bleeding, bleeding profusely and on the verge of death, Earl called an ambulance. Emergency staff found him covered in blood. They retrieved the foot from the fire, but it was too badly burned to be reattached. Uh, so well, now you're gonna be disabled. What? Yes, say? he uh, did succeed with that, Sherry. Yeah. Earl was airlifted to a hospital. This is working hard to be lazy. Earl was airlifted to a hospital in Grimes where he is in stable condition after nearly dying from blood loss. A job center spokesman from Austrian Times that said that lacking the leg doesn't necessarily get you a free pass from work. This nigga going to be limping around and IHOP and shit. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, he, he will be... <laughs> and just, it's sad. The effort, the, the effort that it took to prop your leg up, go to the boiler room, start up the saw, chop up the saw, toss it in the trash can. You could have got paid for that shit and just went to work. Um, <laughs> Denver Post obituary celebrates hell raising booze, gun, and cars. 
Weary of reading obituaries, noting someone's courageous battle with death, Mike wanted it known that he died as a result of being stubborn, refusing to follow doctor's orders and raising hell for more than six decades. He enjoyed booze, guns, cars, and younger women until the day he died. So many of his childhood (laughs) friends, so many of his childhood friends that weren't killed in (laughs) Vietnam went on to become criminals, prostitutes, and or Democrats. He asked that you stop... (laughs) I like that. I like that Democrat slander. That's that's funny. He asked that you stop by and retell the stories that he can no longer tell. And the celebration will contain adult material. We respectfully ask that no children under eighteen attend. Nigga, that's a that's a hell. They're about to get it in for their names in there. That's awesome. Now here is against the race, and it involves swords. Uh oh, Muncie, an Indianapolis man. People. An Indianapolis man has been accused of using martial arts swords type weapon to cut a Muncie woman's face during a Saturday night fracas. Henry Lee Hart, 67, was held without bond Monday in the Delaware, unlike Zimmerman, anyway, was held without bond Monday in Delaware County Jail, preliminary charge with criminal confinement, battery with a deadly weapon and intimidation. Hmm. Police were called to a report of a battery at a home in uh, it's East 6th Street about 9.15 p.m. Saturday. Officers reported that they arrived and announced their presence. They heard Hart inside saying he was not going back to jail and he was not letting his alleged victim so I'm going to say bitch he was not letting this bitch answer the door. Because <laughs> they put that in quotes like he was not letting Sarah answer the door with him. The woman told police Hart agreed to let her open the door only after she indicated she was saying facial injuries were suffered in the fall. The woman described in the police report after suffering from a cut that went through her chin. Oh. Yes, Sherry. Read this. Said Hart had inflicted the wound with a martial arts weapon. She was treated at the scene by emergency medical service crew. The woman's sister told authorities she witnessed the attack and that Hart also held the weapon in her direction with the blades pointed at her. Investigators said Hart admitted to slapping his alleged victim, but denied striking her with the weapon or threatening her sister. Wow. He's like, oh no, 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 no. Hold up now. I beat the bitch. <laughs> Alright? But, but I, I, I cutting her and then pointing the no. Now see I that's too much. That. That's crazy. A Muncie man has been accused of report oh, this is a different story. Anyway, so uh guess the race in that one, Scar. Um that is white people all day. And Sherry, what 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 race do you think it is? Yeah, absolutely white. Let me yeah. check the chat room. Cream of mushroom. Yeah, that's white. <clears throat> Cream of uh, mushroom. Yeah. A magic carpet rider. Hi, my name is Bob. Outsourced Dale custom, customer service work, support worker. So I'm assuming Indian. How, how'd you get that from? How'd you get that from Henry Lee Harton or whatever? Nigga says Ashley Three Classy. And the correct answer? Black man. Black. So Ashley what? Three Classy was the only one who got it right. Pat yourself on the back, Ashley. You're not going to Detroit. Um, update. Authorities say a update. man. Damn. A man was hurt with a sword in a domestic dispute. Portage, oh. Portage County Sheriff's deputies arrested a woman today in response to what they said was a domestic dispute between a boyfriend and a girlfriend. The sheriff's office isn't releasing any information on the woman they arrested, the man who was hurt in the incident, or anything about the incident itself. Police did say there was an altercation involving the pair and a sword at an apartment. The man was taken to the Ministry St. Michael's Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Police received the call about 2 p.m. Report 2 p.m.? Really? 
fighting in broad daylight and shit. Uh, with the I sword. Can't for that say, say that again, Scar. You, fuck, you fucking niggas up at 2 p.m. I can't rep for that. Yeah, 2 p.m. way too early to pull out the no, sword. We got the gremlin time after 12 o'clock. Yeah, at the, at the midnight. 2 p.m. is just, that's even more crazy. Oh, you know what? Enough is enough. Yeah. Right? He's <laughs> like, I'm trying to watch the game. You're going to cut that TV off. You know what? Don't worry. I'll be right back. Um, Deputy said they were initially. Uh, is that such thing as a sword trot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Deputy said they were initially were told it was possible. Uh, it was a possible stabbing because the sword was involved, but later it was only an altercation involving a sword. So she just pulled it out. She didn't kill him, you know. All right. Last thing of the day, and we got to wrap it up. There's this dude that gets paid to to see if your woman will cheat on you. What? What? Best job ever. If you're a woman and this man, and they have a picture of the <clears> dude, <throat> makes a beeline for you on a night out heading the opposite direction. They putting him on blast putting this picture out there though. Because the chances are your partner has put him up to it because he thinks you are a love cheat. Jack Knowles is a honey trapper. A master seducer paid to prove someone's other half is two timing. Suspicious men hire Jack to catch on their out there to catch out their unsuspecting partner, and th- these jealous men dish out a lot of dosh, aka money, for his service. Now, first of all, what is this dude's actual life like when he tries to actually date someone? Like, are they like, Mm-mm, no, I, I know, know your face. I know one thing. He come to me, I look at that hair, but I, honey, you don't want me. <laughs> he does have that super saiyan why, hair. Why are you talking to me? Uh, single Jack has made approximately 200,000 euros from his business Ooh. in his first two years, charging up to 1,000 euros a time at a time. Ooh. Mm, damn. He, they playing big money. Man, Ooh. who wants to know if she's cheating that bad? Somebody who yeah. who don't want to sign a prenup. Look, so look, player. Look, look. I'm gonna pull up my iPhone. Look, I was balls deep right here. She cheating. Dog. Right. She cheating. She cheating. What's your PayPal account? I put the money in there right now. I ain't playing with you. I wonder if he ever goes on a date with them and or or just takes the money and then lies. Like, yeah, man, I tried to holler and she said no. So you got a good woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just don't even do the work. Just keep taking people's money. Like, oh, guess what? Everyone has a good woman. Uh, all you guys were right. Um, none of them are cheating. Um, all right. So the 22 year old started his firm in reaction to his girlfriend cheating. And after a strange introduction to honey trapping, Jack says, I was in a nightclub in Birmingham and a middle aged guy approached me out of the blue. He told me he thought I was a good looking guy. How did you know this wasn't going to end up with <laughs> it's some, it's some, uh, hot shepherd Cortez action. <laughs> you had to be careful, brother. Uh, he then explained. I told you that hell, baby. He then explained his wife was on a night a night out down the road to ask if I could flirt with her to see if she reciprocated and then let him know the answer. Hmm. I wonder. You know, this could also get you trapped into some cuckolding. Uh, shout out to my pointer swords. They know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't. What is that? That's uh. We talked about it on the show before, but that's where uh dudes want to see other people have sex with their wives while they watch. Yeah, oh, it's usually a stud black dude. Yeah, it's normally a black oh, dude. Oh, that 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 dark cavern stuff. Yeah, man. like the dark cavern. It's normally a black dude. It's like race can be involved. It doesn't have to be. Okay, but race is normally involved, at least in the sites I go to. 
uh every time you go to that uh cuckold section it's always some big black cock and my wife you're like oh man what is why do you have this inferiority you sick son of a bitch <laughs> so, now let me watch this for the hundredth time it's my favorite part right here anyway he showed <laughs> he showed me photos of her and gave me a hundred dollars in cash i'd never heard of honey trapping that was my introduction the unusually job, the unusual job normally associated with glamorous girls discovering if men are up to no good came about when Jack was cheated on and left heartbroken. So I guess it's supposed to feel sorry for this dude that's breaking up all these marriages, right? I don't know. Um, but anyway, I guess my question is, if somebody's uh, gonna pay for this shit, the marriage won't be that good in the first place. Right. I know it's so. I guess that was God. my question was like, it, would you spend a thousand euro? To find out if Sherry was cheating or would you rather just get that started on them divorce papers? I'd rather, I'd rather spend a thousand euro and if she is cheating, I got proof. So that means she ain't getting paid for shit. You mm. ain't got shit. <laughs> That's a completely different situation. I'm talking about from their perspective. Like if you, <laughs> if you catch her and you have proof, then you can you can really put in some work with the with the lawyering. I, yeah, I, and and kind of and kind of get her fucked out of the deal. I I think this right here, this honey trapping thing, is more for people with money. Like yeah. if if they're dating a girl and they don't want to sign a prenup, and she's like, I ain't signed a prenup or some shit like that, they'll do this shit just to prove it. Uh, yeah, he blames it all on his girlfriend, which I think is weird because like yeah. she spawned all this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm mad she, at love, so I'm break up everybody marriage I can. Yeah, shouldn't you be thanking thanking your girlfriend? She's you made two hundred thousand euro in two years, dude. Yeah, say that more than you would have made otherwise. You know what's sad is even though he's a white man, his his ex girlfriend was a black woman, and that's why black women ain't shit. See. <laughs> the show comes full circle guys yes it does this one guy had a bad experience and all black women ain't shit and it's all their fault <laughs> everything bad in the world is because of them and if you go get you a good woman then she'll hate you for that and if you don't get a good woman she'll hate you even more you can't win no you can't and white people respect us all the time that's why they have these cuckolding websites you know <laughs> And, and all the scenes happen in hotel rooms. Why? Because they won't let us in their houses. Come on, <laughs> keep it real. <laughs> um, anyway, man, this has been another episode of Black Guy with Tips. Uh, our guest was Sherry and Scar from the Scarcasm Live podcast. And um, uh, also geekonraw.com. Uh, give them your Twitters, guys. I'm Scarfinger. Sherry's Joy. Um, and uh, of course, Geeks Gone Raw is their podcast Twitter. Um, very funny show. Um, yes, it is. Once again, man, I say this every time I talk to them. I listen to them, not because I give a fuck about the video games or the movies or whatever they're up to. Uh, I just enjoy them, their relationship, Me too. And the way they talk and how funny they are, and just you know the, the the quirky way they interact and stuff. It's good, and it is that that's all that matters, man. Because you know, as far as I know, Scar plays most of his games on easy. And uh, Sherry, she don't even have to be playing video games. I'll listen to her talk about just about any fucking thing. So um, <laughs> thank you guys for being on the show. Yes, thank you. Thank really, you. Really appreciate thank you it. very thank much. We appreciate it. It's yes. Been, been yes. far too long. And, and, and one last thing. I want to yeah, say Yeah, go this. ahead. Um, you have implied a few times about my swords. Yes. I have not seen oh. them since we moved. They're not in, in the house anymore. With, oh, you know, oh, congratulations. Just, they are in my, they're in a storage unit and I have not seen them since December. 
Thank, well, hey, you know what, man? That's good news, man. Yes, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. No, Poopa is safe. Well, it's, it's I just ain't got nowhere to put them because I lost my room. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> well I don't well, care. Wait, they weren't even in the extra room. They were in Pooh Bear's room. Yes. They were in her closet. Yes. I remember that. Y'all, that, yes. that, that made my heart chill cold when I heard that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But at the time when they were in her closet, she didn't know how to open closets and doors and stuff like that. And they were way, way in the back and they were sealed up in a box. Um. Yeah. No. Now she can't. They. She can't. You know, she's four now. Yeah. So. Yeah, but no, we lost the room, so they're in storage. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm happy. Whatever Me we can do too. to keep swords off the street, we're happy. <laughs> so thank you. And um, of course, the people listening, you know where to find us, uh, theblackouttips.com. Make sure you're donating. Make sure you're leaving us five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, make sure that you're leaving comments and you're voting in the polls uh, when we do the polls every day. Uh, or every episode and uh, you can leave comments there too subscribe to the podcast subscribe to the page uh get email updates so you guys know what's going on um don't forget uh we're also on facebook you can like us there mm-hmm. um and uh what else am i forgetting oh we're on twitter i'm at Rodimus prime i'm say that again that as in d-a-t and also guys don't forget we're bringing the spoiled movie reviews podcast back and you can find that on google Place Facebook, Podomatic. We're gonna get back on Stitch Radio, and its a uh, Twitter uh, handle is at Spoil Movie Pod. Yeah, Spoiled Movie Pod. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Also, don't forget uh, we're on we're also on Tumblr and stuff like that. Yes, we are. Uh, you can call the show seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. You can email the tips at gmail dot com. Um, and this show was sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Um, we want you to go to their YouTube page, youtube.com slash user shadow dog production. And, uh, make sure you guys are going to Adam and Eve, putting in the code TBGWT and get that 50% off one item, three free DVDs, um, free sensual item that I can't even fucking tell you about Mm-mm. and free shipping. All right. Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys do all that, man. And please do. As always, with Sherry and Scar, you guys cannot come on the show separate. So I don't care what's going on in your lives. You got to work it out so y'all can be on the show. Yes. If y'all ever break up, then I got to stop having you on the show, man. So fuck I, that shit, son. I do what I got to do to save y'all's marriage, man. I, y'all went through some <laughs> tough times, and I and everybody was concerned. People were hitting me up on Twitter. What about sharing your scar? What's going on? I listen to the show. I'm seeing Twitter. What's going down? And I said, hey, <laughs> don't worry about that shit. I got this. They can't be on the show separate. Don't fucking worry about it. I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait till this is over. Then I'm going to book them, and, and trust me, it'll be fine. And I was right. <laughs> So don't y'all I got y'all man. I got y'all's back. Don't yes. worry about it. We appreciate it. We appreciate yes, it. Yes, and we gotta y'all get back awesome. on casual conversation again. Yeah, well if that yes. Yeah, whenever you start up casual conversation again, we definitely gotta get on there. Um of course, um Karen, I, I really do appreciate you and I thank you for uh helping me out with this movie. The sport movie review stuff. Oh, I've been on, I'm gonna promote the hell out of it. it. Means the world for me to have for you to have my back doing this stuff. Oh yeah. All right, man. So until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah.
an experiment wearing it Only as objects An object for us to explore our prospects Sidestep cops on the way to the top Yes, As kids we would daydream sitting on our steps Pointing at cars like yeah that's our sex Hustlers profits made our eyes stretch So once we got the spot shit we started our trek Some of us made it, most of us digress In the name of those who ain't made it my progress Show success, please live through me See I'm the eyes for Emory Keep them alive so every time I press five, all he wanna hear is his boy talk fly. Up in the fed, still holding his head. So when he hits the streets, we gon' eat through this bread and let's ride. Tie, tie, one, dance, I'm saying.